Oh, are we starting? Are we starting? I don't know. Sure. Let's start now. Hi. Hi, and welcome to Bye. the podcast. Are you leaning into it right now, or is that just what you're stuck with? What? The voice? Am I trying to, like, turn it I couldn't it into... tell if you're, like... Ex... I'm, not, I'm not trying to become John Madden. I couldn't tell if you were, like, leaning into it more or not. <laughs> this is Andrew's voice. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked it all up. <laughs> It's okay, though, guys. Uh, we're going to do 999 this way. No. And I'm going to do my voice. Uh, our, our docket was to do uh, Zero Escape today. Uh, probably next week. Yeah. Probably going to not start this that place I mean, or sounding like this. I could try to do Lotus, but I don't think it would turn out well. <laughs> try to do Lotus. I. Jesus Christ. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. I I can't even be here right now. God, it's just so bad. <laughs> it's a problem. It's this is actually yeah, a problem. I don't think I can do it. I could do Ace though. You know, I can do Ace. <laughs> you can do Ace. Yeah, I can do his voice oh, now. Oh man, I yeah, that's so. Unfortunately, I lowest voice like you're. Like, do you even know what a virtual display is? <laughs> Something like, like something that. Like that. Yeah. You, you don't have pitches I don't have, anymore. I don't have pitches. I could You've do. You've lost all the pitches. I could do the robot voice. That one doesn't require pitches. You could, that's the only voice you have. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, I could probably also do. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I could go lower, I guess. Yeah. Is there more left? Ow. No. <laughs> no, there's not. That's not a good idea. I'm going to nix that. Stay here. Is talking all day just making this last longer? Uh, I will not say yes or no to that. I will probably... Isn't that how it works? I probably, yeah. Uh, I would assume so. It's fine. I don't need my it's voice. Fine. I don't need it the rest of the week, specifically. Uh, <laughs> just go all in today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure it'll be fine. I will just drink tea and... Mm, nothing will change because tea doesn't do that no i don't i don't know why people say that all the time like oh you hurt your throat drink tea i don't I think tea just became a generic health drink idea because <laughs> it's tech mostly yeah. not bad for you i mean there's no downsides but there's no benefit either i mean i can no. put honey in it and someone says like that coats your throat i'm like yeah if i had like a sore throat i don't i tore it up your throat if you're if you haven't already damaged it yeah coating your throat doesn't undamage it yeah it's not like uh what's it called it's not like a band-aid you don't put a band-aid over your throat and then it fixes the sound like that's what coating it would do it's like oh you coat your throat when it's tore up so that band-aid over your throat but you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's 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 like you have a gash and someone's like put a band-aid it's like no now it's too late i need the stitches like you can't just yeah. put the band-aid over it and that's what honey would do now it's like cool my throat will sound so for background on the 999 thing it has uh so we, we played 999 and uh it didn't go as planned in that i thought the game was gonna be better than that uh wait are you talking about the original yeah oh, the original okay. 999 sorry i was like the re- no no other game in we the didn't series play anything else no yet. other game in the series is called 999 is it not no what what's the next one like the series as a whole is known as zero escape yeah but what's zero but escape two wait what's 9992 the second and third games are both called zero escape and they both have subtitle that's that's abysmally annoying 
So what's I think it's Virtue's Last Reward is the second game. What's nine nine nine? Zero Escape nine nine nine. It's just called nine nine nine. I fucking hate you. And then they made a Zero Escape game that was a sequel to nine nine nine. But I think Zero Escape was more successful, so then it became the de facto franchise name. Uh, so then they had to name the third one Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Even yeah. though the first one was called Batman, because that's the name of the hero. <laughs> like, uh, well, we called the second one Dark Knight, and uh, everyone freaked out about that one. So I guess yeah. the next one's called Dark Knight Rises, even though it's the last one. Oops, daisies. They had, to, they had a Begins movie and a Rises movie in the same trilogy. That's how dumb the naming of that series got. <laughs> right. It's more like the Dark Knight breaks his back and then hangs from a chain for a week. <laughs> Does it, is it a week? Is I it a weekend game? How, I mean, you, you can't tell how long anything takes in that movie. Well, he was that born. movie was just a weird mess. That's the only one I've never. Not, that's the only one in the series I've never rewatched. Because <laughs> the, I was the just one like, with Bane. Fuck this the one that was uh, that had the best quotes ever I just didn't in all the Batman care movies. Afterwards. I just didn't care about it. I just didn't ever want to go back at all. I was born in the darkness. Yeah. So I thought Can't that 9 and 9 was just going to be a wild romp, and it, it actually kind of was at I the mean, time. It just was for different reasons. Yeah. But people got real angry. <laughs> and because I have a bit of an audience, people have been continually angry at me since. <laughs> oh, no. There's well, a, do do? I think nowadays the finale is like 50-50 on likes and dislikes. Is it really? Yeah. Just is people it's that way upset? up there on dislikes, although they're bullshit dislikes. I mean, the, the, the finale is like the worst part of that game. Yeah. That for like a number of hands reasons. down. It's but the worst the, uh, part. It's bullshit dislikes on some level, though, to be sure. Like there was definitely a spike at launch, but there's that problem with like. It's like when we play like Alone in the Dark or uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, where it's yeah. like when you're playing it live or not live, but like when it's coming out. Yeah, that's your audience. But then after that, it's just the world it's, finding yeah, your video. It's just people. And generally speaking, the people who look up videos of a game are fans of that game. Yeah. Like, the They're... one game I've ever tried to experience vicariously through Let's Plays was when I beat Resident Evil 7. And I was like, I need to see other people play Resident Evil 7. I just got to see more of this shit. And that's yeah. why I made you play it. <laughs> and I also, I watched, like, like and I was, like, looking up channels to try to find playthroughs of that sometimes and stuff like that. And it's like... You probably like a thing if you're looking up the thing, which is why it's so profitable to be, like, faux enthusiastic all the time. Yeah. Like, a lot, in... like so many YouTube channels, especially, like, high-end Let's Players and a lot of the news channels that are, like, in that are just blatantly, like, enthusiast channels. Oh, and, like, yeah. they're reading off yeah. PR things and they're always psyched about everything all the time. They're, yeah. And they're in a colorful room full of, like, a thousand shitty pop figures behind <laughs> them and everything. Like, that, all, all that they shit. They have, like, sets and shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, because yeah. being enthusiastic about absolutely everything, no matter what, is really profitable because if you're, because you're getting, because you're trying to profit via SEO and people looking up about the thing you're talking yeah. about. And they're probably looking up because they care about it. <laughs> so it's, uh, so as a result, you get like the the tail for any negative series is just a bunch of people that like the thinking getting mad at you forever. <laughs> yeah, it's people looking it up, but they're people who are like diehard fans. Yeah, and they're upset you're not excited for the ending like they are. Yeah, so for because Son that's why for Sonic that games, people are just having fun. Yeah, with it as like there'll be like two people that are like, nee, 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 you guys just suck at this game, and that's why all the reasons. Uh, but like yeah, a ton of people are just enjoying the video for what it's supposed to be, which is just. But then yeah, but I'll have like a year to look forward to of just people trickling in and just forcing themselves to watch it while being miserable the whole yeah. time or something. Just, I I don't know why. 
And that definitely happens a bit with stuff like 9992. But the reason why I say the dislikes are kind of bullshit is because the, uh, was it the finale has like well over like double the views of the previous episode? Yeah. So on top of that, it's literally people skipping to the end, yep. hearing us not like the game yeah. and just disliking it. It's like, it's, it's like, it's like somebody was like, I think one of the comments I got, I got at one point was like, like point, I, I got like you can't even point at a single plot hole to me, and I'm like, the what? fuck? We've done Did, that the whole game. It's like it's like literally it's like people want me to game. explain to them the issues <laughs> I had with the game. I'm like, we did a series. It's all there on the internet. Yeah, it's yeah. in the playlist. You're not gonna you're not gonna go it's through like, and waste your time. I'm just to gonna explain. go re-explain the entire series of 52 episodes every time anyone doesn't feel like watching it. It's like I, f- I feel like you should you should go just part ways. You should probably go through at one point and just catalog every uh, episode. And so every time there's a plot hole. You just list episode no. one through fifty, and you just say like I these mean, are it'd all. It'd be useful the for remembering what the story was, but I think no. Remember, I think remembering the story of the nine nine might be detrimental to the playthrough of the next game. Like forgetting that game Will more it? might be better I, for us going to the next game. I don't just think not remembering it as well and escaping nine 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 a bit. <laughs> one of the go to ones is always like people keep saying like, "Give me an example of a of a what you call a well written mystery." It's like. Uh, not, Sherlock Holmes. I'm like, you understand the concept <laughs> of a mystery? Like, like, people want you to do like homework for them, anything. which is fascinating. Yeah. Because for the record, I think that 99 is a terrible mystery, and it, that's it the is. And the game's it's, supposed to be a mystery. It's a that's mystery. Like the point, it's a mystery the with the most conveniences ever. Oh, like, it, not even conveniences. It contradicts itself on well, a regular basis and has straight up Keith, like that's time travel. Details. It's they, always going to be that way. There's also not not no because I I will wave my hand at time travel so hard and just be like fine whatever. There's so many other sh- there's so much other shit. Yeah, like weird inconsistencies and like. Ugh. Uh, well, just, I or, mean, or just things that, like, even if they can make sense technically, like you can make up a fan fiction explanation of what happens. You just I, like you're like you're sitting there like I don't. The game never addressed it. No, like, um, remember the body? Which oh yeah, the yeah, captain yeah. body specifically. Yeah, the captain. It's like yeah. okay, that guy got murdered by that guy. But what if I take the path where that guy doesn't go there? Never gets mentioned. I'm like, they never mentioned they found a person. Yeah, did they kill him too? <clears throat> I guess they it's did. Like, it's such a weird inconsistency. Well, I to think deal if with. you don't if you don't go, it's June who goes in that room, isn't it? I don't know. And I think it's just June, a weird, it's June just a probably weird kills the body because she knows who it is. It reminds me of how in many cases stories just added way later. Like we yeah. had, like this was an argument we had with you and Joe and me uh, about amnesia. Oh and yeah, yeah. I yeah. was right because I'm always right because <laughs> wow. No, I was right because I listened to a lot of video game podcasts and I've just heard people talk about game design a lot and so I was just used to the idea that like story often comes later in the process of a game's development. Yeah. But you guys were like, "No, that's impossible." Cuz uh I was I was talking about how like they would totally like, yeah, make like the levels and a bunch of assets and shit like that and the gameplay concepts and test how the game would work well before they would actually make like the story for a game like Amnesia. Oh, and yeah. you guys are like no, that's bullshit. And it's like then I found an escapist article that literally explains like, oh yeah, like uh, eight, like in the last year of development, we completely changed what decade it, hap- it takes place in and what the entire story is. And I'm like, wow, that's incredibly specific to what I was trying to prove. Yeah, uh, and nine 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 was like that too, where they'd have like the development stories where they were, they just, he just wanted to make like an escape room game where yeah. various people get like taken out or whatever or the like you know a generic like japanese yeah, death game it's, crossed with an escape it's, room it's yeah but it's then weird. they had they're like fuck it we have to have a story because people only like games with stories yeah so they just 
jammed a story in there and, and that's, made it fit. That's where it got it's, bad. It's it's so overwritten yeah. while being like because it's so long. Yes, because like we we had fifty two episodes of it. Obviously, a lot of it is just us hanging out and talking. Yeah, which for many people was the whole point of the series. Is that's why it was entertaining. Was the like us screwing leave, around with it leave and stuff. Your votes Pe- in the comments. People that section. wanted the immersive, just yeah. just get through the game experience were real mad. Yeah, but, uh, that's tell us which one you want <laughs> in the comments below, and we won't do it. <laughs> but the uh, we're not here for you. We're here it, for us. It's just, for it's you. just such an. It was amazing how much the game could talk, but the game. <laughs> was it keith because i remember specifically it was amazing how much the game could talk but not time travel at all well i mean like just we could talk th- for two three hours and the game would go that was five minutes oh, oh yeah, yeah we're doing the time we're doing the dbz yeah. thing where it's like they're talking but it's all it's only been five minutes and you're like it's been four weeks of episodes how the fuck did it be five minutes in the show <laughs> like you can't lie to me <laughs> In Dragon Ball, don't haven't they come up with bullshit where they're like they're like so powerful and fast now that the whole show's taking place over the course of five minutes now or something? Uh, there's literally been a tournament, and I've been waiting three episodes for it to end because it said it's been five minutes, and literally like they've had full on backstory con- like explanations, and I was like, there's no way this is five minutes. Like, do you? How fast are you talking? You have to be like... Supposedly, they're so powerful and fast now that the whole show's just taking place in fast forward, which make, uh, raises questions of how they're able to speak and interact with, like, I, air to talk through it I guess at each other. Just, that's stamina, man. At, at that's this like point, pure the show stamina. seems like it's somehow moving faster than sound would. <laughs> I mean, at some point, I'm more concerned about how, like, how they even have time to, like, stop and wait for dust to clear. Mm-hmm. in five minutes because it feels like i think in five minutes in the show because dust would never clear in that show no i don't know I don't anyone know. that tries to explain modern dragon ball to me it's impossible i just i can't accept I, any of the answers i just want martial arts tournaments i don't care yeah. about fucking like space adventures and i don't know why it keeps doing it i just want to go back to like goku punching a guy in the face and then it turns into like a really big deal for like a couple episodes <laughs> he just punches his dude at the club and then escalates yeah. from there yeah, i just i miss those days like goku <laughs> punched an indian once and it was like a thing and it was funny and then now we're Are you talking about like dragon ball yeah dragon ball? Yeah, like yeah. they would just like sit in an arena and some blonde guy would be like, yo, but that, that was... wasn't a world changing event of a show. Yeah, sorry. So now we had this hold on to the Frieza saga well, for the next 500 that's, years. That's not true. I mean, King Piccolo showed up and then Goku beat his ass. No, I mean, real life. Oh, like, yeah, like uh, Dragon Ball coming out and then having the Frieza saga was like a worldwide thing in media. I mean, like it, it was, was interesting. It captured the imagination of a billion 12-year-olds. I don't think it captured their imagination. I think they Of just, a billion 12-year-olds, yes. I, I don't think. I think they and just... so now really, the show has to be that forever on loop. I think it was just really cool how Goku yelled for like two episodes. <laughs> like, I think that's what people liked. People were excited. They were like, whoa, he was yelling for like two episodes. And that was really uh, hype. Yeah, the, the, par- the 999 paradox is that... Despite all the issues that can be risen with the story, it actually has surprisingly few plot holes, but only because it has a bullshit explanation for why nothing can be a plot hole. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that fucking self-confirmation statement, which I hate. Like, 999 does uh, its best. It tries, but it, it ultimately it's fails. It's a good example of how literally any story could write that it's not a plot hole. 
Yeah. Any story can write it itself to not have plot holes by just saying everything had to happen that way because reasons. Which yeah. Nine 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 bulls. Nine 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 literally. And I'm like you son of a. Yeah. Bitch. Nine 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 literally says it has to happen exactly how it happened or else it could never happen. Uh, and it's like, well, that's a convenience if I've ever heard one. Like, this oh. is a basic concept in storytelling of like a setup and, and a, payoff. a payoff. Yeah. And the payoff can be anything. <laughs> That's like that, not in nine nine nine's case. Like, like if you're one real, if you're really bad at writing a mystery, then every payoff will be part of the answer of the mystery over and Jesus over again. Jesus Christ! Because that, that's a bad mystery. That's yeah. That's when mysteries are bad. Yeah. Is when you can literally tell what's going to happen. Because literally every scene is just setting up the answer over and over again. Whereas like you watch like CSI and stuff like that, there'll be there will be red herrings. They look into that thing and oh no, yeah. They'd go ask some dude a thing and it just dead that's, end or whatever the hell. That's I mean it's still better than case closed. Yeah. Like a, a good example that was actually in Jessica Jones this season. There's a part where like uh, was it Trish's like boyfriend slash potential fiance like she will leaves the room and all the f- computer with all the files about the case that they've been working on in the show is there and he's all like her usb device <laughs> he like he puts in a usb thumbnail and everything while she's gone and okay. looks like, oh, what's he gonna do and it turns out that she was like fine he was downloading her entire contacts list so she could she could he could bring all of them in for a, an engagement party but it's like they leave that, but like there's a setup Uh-oh. and a payoff. So and trying to make a suggestion you, yeah. that it might be like, is he working for the oh guys? My God. Or, or is he going to steal he the might, case from her and he, get all the credit for solving it? Yeah. Like there's so many directions I could go in and it goes in an unexpected direction, but it's still like a setup and a payoff. Yeah. And the problem is that 999. Every setup was for the payoff of the ending. Not like, even that. A lot of the setups like, go nowhere. Well, like there's a lot of no, things that they just bring key, up. They're and they always will... for the ending. They have to go that way. There's a lot of moments where they'll Remember. stop you dead in your tracks in the middle of a deadly situation where everyone's going to die and talk to you for 20 minutes about something that's irrelevant to everything and then it never comes up again. And it's like some of it's setting up for like the sequel or something or other yeah. nonsense things. And it's like, why are we talking about this right now? I mean, we still never figured out the mummy. It's what I gave, I, like, you got, uh, was it, we had this talk about this with you and you and Joe and me about uh, The Hobbit. Because I was oh, of the opinion yeah. that Radagast should literally be deleted from the movie. Because <laughs> I don't think he should I'm be like, deleted. I'm like, Radagast is all right. Guess what? He never does anything. He was fun. Like, he just, he literally doesn't. I mean. I was like, why are we spending time with Radagast? The dude had a bird in his beard. That's hilarious. I, I like Radagast. He's awesome. But I'm like. I was like, okay, maybe he'll do something in the next movie. No. Which, no, at the time, no. that was the assumption, because only the first movie was out so far. So we're like, yeah. okay, so Radagast must do something in the second movie or something. No. And that's why they set him up in the first one, and he just wastes our time in the first one. But instead, they movie this, the trilogy as a whole just uh, forgets the Radagast exists, just like how they forgot the Arkenstone exists. <laughs> that's okay. It you was, know about that, right? Radagast is in a pocket somewhere. You know about the Arkenstone, right? <laughs> yeah. How it just ends with him putting it into his coat and then it disappears from the movie, even though it was the entire focal point of the trilogy that's, was they got to get the Arkenstone. That's what happened with Radagast. It's he got like put into a pocket. It's like as if Lord of the Rings forgot the ring existed, is, is them forgetting about the Arkenstone. Like, that's I, how crazy that is. I mean, last I checked, the important thing was killing Smog. No. Oh. <laughs> he just happened to be in the way. Oh, is that not the plot? the most memorable part of the entire well, story. I remember, he was just in the way. I remember taking back the Dwarven City was the actual plot of The Hobbit. <laughs> right? That's why they went on the journey. They were there to back. take the Arkenstone. No, no, no. The, lo- the no. leader of the dwarf group wanted the Arkenstone. No, I think, it, I think it was a turn back on the Foundry. 
to get the gold running the again. Yeah, to get the you know to get the uh, smithing. But the Arkenstone. No, 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 the Arkenstone. no. Uh, oh, it was the, the town. Arkenstone. We had to get the trade back with the town. That's why we went on the journey was to make sure that tr- the town had dwarven trade again. Uh, I think it's being facetious. No, no. I think it was about to fight. I think everybody... I think, I think it, the point of the Hobbit trilogy was to get kidnapped by spiders for five minutes. Yes. <laughs> That's the there point of the go. whole trilogy. That was the whole point of the trilogy. Oh, man. Look, I'm it, just saying. Radagast is one of those set up and payoff the situations where, like, you could easily, what like... What was the payoff? What was uh, the payoff like, of Radagast? That's the thing. is like, because the movies came out once a year, people just didn't notice there wasn't a payoff. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, Radagast was supposed to do something. The sad tale of Radagast, the man Somebody who just really vanished. liked that character from the Cimmerillion or something and wanted to spend time with them, so they just I, jammed him in there. I don't even know where he came from. Was he part of like an encyclopedia that Tolkien wrote and was like, here's some characters I wish I had time to put in my books. And someone was like, Radagast, that guy's going in my movie. I don't know what Peter Jackson does every day in his life, but I'm assuming he like is surrounded by Tolkien books. Like I think he just lives in, in a book that's written by Tolkien. Yeah, and I think he just knows why that character's there and why he didn't show up after the first movie. And I'm just gonna believe him. I'm gonna just put my faith in him. I've lost track of where I was so hard. Uh, but nine 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 is nine 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 is a bad game in terms of plot. It's not a. It doesn't have a good plot. I'm trying to slowly escape it. <laughs> it's just <sighs> Keith. Would you say there's zero escape from this? this? The issue is that the game sets up like 500 things, and you're like, okay, this we're gonna get. It's going to be answer time when this game ends. Yeah. And then it wasn't. No. <laughs> Instead, a whole new thing gets pulled out of their ass that explains the whole game. Yeah. And then in in one of the most appalling endings ever, they have the villain tied up in a trunk and like... Willing to talk. Yeah. And he's being all megalomaniacal, like, I'm going to tell my master plan now that I've been caught because it was my life work and all this shit. And they gag him. Yeah. At one point, they ungag him to ask him one question, and halfway through his answer, he's like, boring, and they just close it again, like fucking yeah. Scott Pilgrim checking his mail. <laughs> and it's like, you can't do this to me. It's the ending of the game. It's time to get answers. Uh, and I think the real answer is that the, the I feel like the writer didn't have answers. No. So they just like, mm-mm. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't Let's try not to call explain. attention to how we don't have answers don't for half the shit happening in this guys. game. guys... There's a mummy on the side of the road. We don't have time to listen to answers. Look at that mummy. I carefully listened to the audience (laughs) and I read their comments. Yeah. And I've talked to them over and over again for a long time now. Yeah. And none of them are compelling. No. (laughs) Like, I was like, okay, show me. Tell me why I'm wrong. I can't wait. Let's do this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I I don't have a fucking horse in the game. Like I don't I don't need nine 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 to be bad. I wanted it to be good. I was excited about playing it. I had fun playing it the whole time through, despite it, because I can. I'm one of those people that can just flip a switch and just not care. And no, I can just flip the switch and enjoy the enjoy doing a let's play of the game for the other reason. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if for... Alone in the Dark started out good. But then became alone in the dark like two hours in. Yeah. I just like flink and like now it's this game, which is what we did. What, what, that's what happened with Remothered. Yeah. Remothered like, we were like, all right, we're going to play a good game and have some fun. We're like, oh, yeah. this is a bad game. A Let's bad. keep going. Like, this is like we can yeah. do both. That's we, part, yeah, of, that's it's, part of, that's been our kind of thing we've done since yeah. like 2011. Oh, it's, it's I mean, bad. it's always a joy when a game turns bad. So there's that's... just a, just eventually in 999, there's just like a flip switch moment. We're like, oh, okay, I get it now. It's, we're here. It sounds like robotic where you're just like yeah, and playing the, the game. Yeah, and never was oh, able no. to flip the switch back. For me, the flip, the flip moment, like the switch was uh, 
we got our first ending submarine which, which made no sense yes and it gave us no information i was like okay i guess this is the worst possible ending or something it was but, but that wasn't the flipping point yet oh it was wow. when we met akane <laughs> Oh, it was funny as we spent the whole first playthrough like we're not going to talk to Akane. I mean, no, sorry, we were like we're going to protect Akane and we're going to go with Akane, and then we somehow never yeah, went with her a single we time in any room. There was, always, there was always some reason. No, like, like, oh, we don't want to take her with the body and stuff. You know, yeah, like that. no, I think I think there wasn't a choice the first time. There's just a uh, there. Uh, there was a lot of times where you could definitely go. No, with no, Akane. there wasn't a time where we could bring her with us to the body. We yeah, wanted we to check yeah, out we the body. To check out the body. Yeah, and, uh, but she's like, eee. yeah. So we were like, we'll meet up with her later. We yeah, never fine. did. Yeah, we never did a single room with her the entire first chunk <laughs> of the game. And then she died. But after the first ending, just nonstop, totally insufferable Akane. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. And that's when it started to become really clear that, like, because she would, like, practically just, like, turn to the camera and talk directly to the camera about, like, Ice Nine or something. I'm like, why are you talking about this? I'm like, oh, they're just, yeah. this is their idea of setting up story elements because they don't know how. Like, they just don't Keith, know how. They, they highlighted it for you. It was Ice Nine in yellow. And, the, like, the concept of a set of, like, setup and payoff being interwoven into the story in an elegant way where you don't necessarily know which things are being set up and or not and stuff like that yeah. is so universal and well done across the board in so many things that, like, having to explain it to somebody is actually weird. Oh, yeah, you're, like, trying to explain. I'm like, yeah. like all the media you watch, I hope. <laughs> Like, do you only watch media that doesn't make any sense? I mean, it's possible. Like, I've actually been really impressed by uh, season two of Jessica Jones, where just continuously there's just like little elements that set up here and there that are like, oh shit, that was that's coming up again. Like, oh, they were they weren't that wasn't just like a character trait or whatever the fuck. Like, there's like so many little things happening in the first episodes that are setting up plot points that'll happen later in the season okay it's like oh shit like it's like they had a plan and yeah. what they were doing they or someone at least kept track yeah as they were going along and that like that stuff's neat and yeah I'm happy when that stuff i works. mean people get excited about that because they're like i remember that i was there for that and yeah. then they can see it happen and they're like oh i know what's gonna i love knowing what's gonna happen before it happens I yeah and this we talked about this a people little bit like the, the to be clear setup and payoff does not mean that you have to like set up exactly what will happen in the end and like everything has to accomplish something necessarily yeah it like, doesn't it doesn't like, always have to be relevant to the plot yeah. the main overarching plot it just has to go somewhere they're gonna be totally red yeah. like they're gonna be red herrings where a thing gets set up and then like it, when, it come, when you f learn more about it later it's just it's yeah. just there yeah for example exactly and stuff and also plans can just fail and things that are supposed to do a thing can do not that thing yeah ultimately. reality is not set yeah. in stone and that's what so. makes the, that's how you get the story to be interesting yeah like, uh, but there's that, a way to fail. Yeah, there's like a specific way to fail, and the way to fail is not grandiose in that sense. So you don't have to like spin for hours and hours going well, like, like, oh no, like, it's I'm, failing. I'm talking about all this stuff, and like people might think that like it contradicts what I say about like the Last Jedi, for example, well, where yeah. I'm like, like oh, those people have a plan that completely fails. Yeah, it's like because that's also an acceptable well, outcome. I mean, that's that's what I mean by nine 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 is yeah. that when you watch Ace's plan fail, it's like he's spinning and spinning and spinning where he's like, oh, I can't believe it's all going downhill, and it's like, okay, look, you just you fucked up, you killed everybody that was on your team. I don't know how you did it, but you did. So like, just deal with the, it. The number of conveniences in that he game. killed three people that were all on his team, and he had no idea that two of them were somehow i don't i have no, no he knew two of them were on his team no did he know the captain was he knew yeah he knew the captain was on his team he knew about nine and the captain 
he killed the captain because he identified him. Oh, right. But yeah, right. there was also the really absurd one where he somehow killed a dude that just... That who knew who he was, but I guess just didn't make a single sound yeah. to make his voice recognizable or, or anything in the entire scuffle. He didn't even say, like, ow, why did you push or, me? Yeah, or like, just <laughs> no reaction of any kind. Like, like, nothing. Nothing at all would signify him to be that guy. He was just like, I hope you know that it's, I hope you know it's me by my face, which I happen to look like or Snake. Or just the idea, like, I don't think face look blindness like is nearly that effective i don't think so either like they they, like, tur- they turned face blindness in that game into like an anti-superpower like face blindness was serious with this guy yeah i like think the, like, they, I like i don't think he even knows what he it's looks so like. debilitating you couldn't even be in society yeah no i don't like how do you even know if you're talking to a person because like does he know. what does he even see faces as like, i know like ex- i know that face blindness exists as a concept but in yeah. this game it's so i thought it was extreme you just, yeah that he's like an instantly manipulatable child like just you could just, you could just direct him at anyone yeah and get him to kill that person for the wrong reasons <laughs> yeah just easily and you like, just assume it's based ah. on clothing which is a like weird it's also weird because he like how did he know nine i can't i still can't remember how he knew nine was nine uh they talked to each other nine 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 just right himself. right that's right yeah n- nine but he like nine bel- and captain just just they just they just admitted who they were and like, ace was like well i don't want them to out me so but, die but like ace, i don't know if that was the best approach but ace like knew that nine was being genuine he was just hoping that eight that nine was not like just zero lying to him if you haven't if you have the right details you could probably prove who you are and stuff like that but also but when zero was, know was those right details just that like not like ace needs specific shit to happen in the story in order for him to like succeed yeah and he has a clear lackey he can use here and he's like i'm gonna kill him immediately nah i don't want lackeys lackeys are for losers like you you have an edge if you have an ally in here because half these people don't know who each other are or secretly do also (laughs) what a really shitty way to trick somebody like i thought nine was the guy who built the traps and then he convinced Nine that the traps were changed. And I was like, who, well, I mean, how did you convince the guy who built them that they were changed? He should know if they were changed or not. Who, what, did he think Zero changed his own traps? Like, wouldn't he know? Was was so frustrating. Would you that. really take that risk when you know that the end result could be death? One of the things that got so frustrating was just the fact that the game had, like, uh, it just lied to you. Yeah. It just lied to you about how the death game works. Oh yeah, the death. Yeah, the and death game. Through omission are also alive, by the way. But like, it's it's straight up like straight up like, it's like a rush hour with like Jackie Chan secretly speaking English. Oh, it's like, well, you didn't ask. I, you didn't ask if I spoke English. And I'm like, the fuck. <laughs> it's implied, Jackie. It's, it's like implied. there's a there's a clear death game being set up with rules, and it makes yeah. sense. And they contradict anything that you think about how the game works. But also, by the end, they did just lie to you. Oh, oh they, yeah. Like, the numbers didn't like, mean people anything. People kept going, they, did, they technically didn't say that. They technically yeah. didn't say that your wrist thing has to match your actual number. And all these other bullshit. But like, how would you know otherwise? Just, just That's the, like there's just the dumbest things people said. There's like no idea that me as the player would know my number is not uh five unless or, or of course the part where those two people's numbers being switched ultimately didn't even affect the story it was just pointless yeah and yeah, it did yeah, it yeah. Because, Ooh, a twist but by the end like the they did Sound straight like... up lie to you because they they made a fucking pun uh, remember did they oh the yeah. final the final the lie, final was, lie. A, was a japanese pun about the number nine yeah which doesn't work in english which means they did just lie to you about how the game works <laughs> 
<laughs> I forgot. I forgot about that. I, I I tried to just forget a lot of stuff about nine nine nine. I really just pray that Zero Escape just like learned from a bunch of mistakes and stuff. Like I mean, that I've heard other. I've heard otherwise. Rated. I've heard the it gets the better. The second one, the one we're getting to, is supposed to be the best one. And you know what that and means? The third one's supposed to be the worst one. Who's Who's saying that though? I don't know. That's the problem. Yeah. But also, uh, at least it'll be 3D now. That means they'll animate. I don't give a shit about 3D. Because, like, everyone was just standing still all the time. And that I was, thought it's that still got, 2D. That got, like, an old after 50 years. Aren't, they, episodes. aren't they still... Both of the next games are 3D. Like, 3D like models? Characters. They have character models and cutscenes, and Wait, they animate. Is it, like, good, like, high budget, or is it, I like... I don't know, but it's not a two-dimensional portrait originally drawn for the DS that's scaled up and just sitting uh, there on the screen. Wait, aren't these all these games made for the DS? No, the or second no. game was made for the Vita. Right. Got that high-def quality of being able to have Vita graphics. So you can have and it the look The third like... game was made for the PS4 and the PC. Okay, that will look the best. Yeah. The second like... one's going to look like PS1 shit. So that would be fine. But it's 3D, which means it'll yeah. animate. Well, yeah, that's, scenes that's Instead more... of like all these goddamn scenes we were getting where it's like... We have no idea where anybody like, is. Oh, that guy... Yeah, like we, yeah. the first game had like chase scenes where like people would run... Oh, like, remember, right. Remember when yeah. Clover and Lotus and Santa were like racing for a door and we're like, how would who get past where to get... Sure, yeah. it'd be nice to have a cutscene for this. If only we knew how this worked out. Yeah, because people were running for doors and they Whenever couldn't they make to show it. anything special, they had to draw an entire yeah. special art piece just for that scene that was a freeze frame just to kind of try to express the action happening. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. So having it in 3D would be is, is nice. Yeah, and maybe yeah. now that the cats... Maybe I'm hoping... In particular, I'm hoping that the ba- the supernatural element of the first game will just be like cats out of the bag for the second game, and the, the just like the characters just learn about it at the beginning. Oh and, yeah, and are using it on purpose or something? I mean, I'm... if it's, if the fucking game ends with like the twist being the same revelation, like by the way, the first game thing's still a thing. Yeah, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> then it's like, wow, great! And everyone in the Glad cast turns into it. Rich Evans. Like, <laughs> I. I I can't wait. Yeah. But uh, so originally the plan, because this whole discussion's a mess, we're just going in circles Still anyway. Still about 999. The, the original thing is that uh, I was giving Andrew time to recover. Yes. I was going to give him all the time he wanted. And yeah. We'll, get back to it. well, probably but, next week. But Andrew's been talking about moving. So now it's like, got to get this shit done now. <laughs> you, you just gave us a time limit. I mean, I'm not going to be moving this month, I can assure no. you. So no, you've got plenty of time. It, 999, which is shorter than the second game, took us 52 episodes. Okay, well, 52 episodes and a lot of wasting time. Yeah, but I mean, like, we gotta, we you gotta start fairly in advance to get through the two games in time. We'll even get even over a six month break. We'll get through. It them. might take because each game might take two months. No way. It might. No way. The first game took us not two months, but we were also recording it efficiently. We were recording inefficiently, and we're also juggling with the Dark Souls series. Yeah, but there's, I'm just, I'm, I want to, I want to, I'm, I'm trying to get it done. I'm confident. We're doing this. I'm confident we'll we're, get it done. We're doing. This. I won't blow my voice out anymore. So I look forward to this at some point. Yeah, I don't know when we might record the entire thing 
before we air any of it, or I, it might start yeah. airing it midway through I, or something. I think probably midway through because that was what happened last time was that we yeah. we got consistent and once we felt like okay we're doing this every week we'll always be ahead of ourselves then we and we maybe it. subscribe to Andrew's channel because he, he might air it first. Probably I have, not. I have a lot of backlog of like Dark Souls and Song Sanctuary to get through still in Dark in Dark Messiah before I even think about that and that might be like a yeah. few months of just uploading those. Yeah. Backlog. I mean I would. Yeah, I'll probably wait till you upload it because otherwise people are going to spoil it, and I just, yeah. I just don't want it. That's that's the one. Of, that's the main reason I talk about not uploading it right away. Yeah, there's the normal concern, which is, what if we don't record a week's worth of content in a given week? Then, then it's like it's, then it doesn't yeah. reach around the yeah. next session, especially with the, like the time it takes for us to transfer videos and edit it and everything. Yada like, yada yada. You need to overlap, but also the uh, the people that love the game, their go to way of trying to defend the game is to immediately justify they, it by spoiling it yeah they immediately spoil the game like yeah. like if you point out that seems dumb and weird then they're like well actually here's the entire ending of the game i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> it's like we were able to dodge spoilers uh, of uh 999 through the entire time because we were just so far ahead of yeah the we were so, so far like, ahead they, they were, were trying to spoil like the yeah. first ending and we, it was like nice a, try we would suckers. do a thing and they would immediately spoil something based on what we said yeah that, that would then happen 15 episodes later but we were like 25 episodes <laughs> ahead and stuff like like we were so we were Some, like all according to kekaku shit yeah and just like yeah you thought you spoiled <laughs> the ending for us but we already knew the ending all along <laughs> it's like yeah, people would have spoiled the submarine ending before we yeah. got to it because they they tried to, but we <laughs> got the submarine it. ending before the yeah. game even ended. Yeah, before the game even aired. I mean, yeah, we we already had finished the the second ending by the time we aired the first video. But yeah, I think it was like within the and first it, couple like, of videos, like someone make, was like, "Here's the ending," and yeah, you're like, to make "Whoa!" The whole series work, but kind of has to just be like a blind thing where we yeah. just do it. Yeah, ourselves. If, if we know the ending, it's fucked because then yeah, it's not like, as fun. If you, if you liked the nine 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 series, which a lot of you guys did, people. <laughs> People were really no, I mean, no, I mean like our series, like the videos. I know, I know. Because it like, oh, there's people that were saying that it was making their day each day. And I know, like that, like they were so into it. I just say like, if you like nine nine nine, like is, you should probably reassess. It's also continually like the most requested playthrough. Zero Escape. Yes. Why? I get asked about when Zero Escape's happening every week. Are you? Well, that's Tokyo Jungle for me. But yeah, but like that, and I've already answered that. Nothing else is like that. Really? No. Not even a... Not even Dark Souls Remaster or Undertale wow. or any of the other things in Not the Undertale? I feel no, like... No, it's, it's Zero Escape. Isn't Undertale like, your Tokyo Jungle? Just, they just can't wait for the thing. It's oh. like, if you've already I mean, gone was... through the first one and you hated it, yeah. fucking learn from your mistakes. <laughs> uh, and if you're into it, it'll be coming sometime. It is We're soon. working on it. It's we have a works. time limit now. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Time after time. <laughs> time after time. So, so let's do questions. Let's do questions. We talked. Do we really talk about nine and nine for like forty minutes? Uh, yeah, we did actually. Well, we talked about Radagast. What's wrong too. with us? We just opened with like, hey, spoilers for a game. <laughs> well, for a game that we go watch nine 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 if you haven't yet, or and if it seems like a mistake, then stop. <laughs> and then but you're gonna need the background information pretty soon, and maybe not that soon. But yeah. if you start watching it now, you might be done in time. For when we start airing Zero Escape, or just go play it yourself. Yeah, it'll take about as much time. But they'll know what our they'll know our it'll take it'll go so much faster to play yourself. Yeah, that playthrough was so much longer just because we were talking to each other we, the whole time and stuff yeah. like that. What's funny is um, I actually want to address one of the common comments because uh, 
one of the things that comes up sometimes is people will be like, Keith would have enjoyed this if Andrew wasn't there. Like, if he just oh, played it himself and stuff like that. Which you have. I guess I should apologize. It's like, I didn't realize I ruined it for you so much. I enjoyed the game significantly more <laughs> because you were there. Because <laughs> if I... The Keith thing hates I, visual novels. He would have not sat through a fucking long... I might have gone through it because I've but gotten through... You know like, what I mean. You would have been like, ugh, fuck this. It's like a, I got this. through like Masquerada, which is... It's like a crpg that's actually yeah. just like a visual novel basically because you don't ever explore or go around anywhere it's just you going through a bunch of linear fights and story yeah, happens they're just you. telling you yeah yeah but like i've gone through that and i've gone through pyre is in many ways kind of like a visual novel so yeah. that's punctuated by uh, nba jam games oh yeah it's a little <laughs> bit more engaging yeah but it's no. a lot but you're but you're still talking about like 25 minutes of reading then like three minutes of basketball basically is what that game is yeah that's a really cool game by the way uh but even though we just spoiled the the whole mystery of it of pyre yeah isn't uh, the whole mystery that you don't know it's fucking nba jam that's no no that was not intended oh there's a bunch of cool shit you could spoil about that game that was just me not looking into the game at all oh and it's a really common misconception because if you look at if you look at this like uh on steam it's categorized as a turn-based strategy game okay by the audience y yes because they're judging it by the cutscenes. And I mean, like the pictures of it, and like, oh, well, it's it's from the makers of Bastion and Transistor, and it's an isometric game, and you clearly have a party of people, you and so if you would have a party, think Steam would fix that. No, because it's all Steam doesn't fix anything. Have you seen Gynophobia? Remember that game? I mean, so, I I think it's I still was, on sale on Steam. I, I was there, Keith. Yeah, I was there for I, that. I think that's still on sale there. I still have Gynophobia. But like, that was the first mistake I made. Is like, oh, it's a party-based game, and it's isometric. It must be like a turn-based strategy game, because otherwise, yeah. how would you control your whole party? And it's fucking NBA Jam. <laughs> well, that's how you control your own party. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was playing a mini game that teaches me the controls at the beginning Come of the game. Come on and slam. Like, at the beginning of the game, I thought I was playing a mini game that teaches you controls a little bit. Oh. But instead, I was like, oh, no, the game's going to be like this for the rest of the game. Oh, fun. And it kept getting more interesting and cool and layering mechanics on it. But like, oh, this, that's what, this game's a sports game. <laughs> Because I didn't want to spoil the game for myself, so I just didn't come across the entire uh, genre. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. You didn't come across the entire genre of NBA Jam. No, I mean, I just mean oh. like I never came across what the genre of the game was <laughs> oh, okay. because I was trying to spoil myself. I was myself like, how did it. you avoid NBA Jam? Like, I've, I've, never, just, I've never been more blindsided you, by a you game. You can't before. just not know what basketball is. <laughs> it's like it's like up there with playing Undertale and finding out the combat is bullet hell. And you're uh -oh. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. You're what? I, I get that that's that's normal the um but like my issue is that like without another person to talk to it would be like a problem i had recently in uh in cube 2 i've been playing cube 2 lately I got oh a yeah copy i've almost I saw you got it. that i was like yeah. oh man i should it really is better than cube I it's, a, it's, it's a good game could they make it worse than cube <laughs> i don't know if that's it's, like it's, a but like what happened is somebody said a thing in the story and i was like that seems to contradict all the shit you were saying, and I have the moment of like, is that a thing I should be thinking about, or is that like a, am I just misremembering something? Like, yeah. I don't know. And like, but you know what? You know what? You know where that discussion goes when you're alone? Yeah. It goes there, and then you're like, I don't know, and then you move forward. Yeah. Because that's all you can do. Yeah. There's no one to you talk can. to There's and no bounce ideas to... off. Like yeah. the two of us were collectively remembering different chunks of the story and piecing things together, <laughs> and we were like, yeah, we, like I wish we could do a bunch of actually good mystery games too because like 
we were like fucking game for solving what do you this want? shit. You want to do Professor Layton? We like, were what the fuck? I, I don't know if that's a mystery game necessarily. It's a puzzle it? mystery. Yeah, but no, I mean, I mean, like solve, like as in like taking in story information and like figuring out where it's going and shit. Because we were like fucking game. Do you want to we read like it? We wanna... were taking notes. We were doing math. We were fucking like theorizing. Do you, you want to read a Sherlock Holmes book on the fucking <laughs> podcast and do a mystery that way? I just mean, like we were like we were we were into it. Like what? Well, no yeah. How you look at it? We were invested. I in like I like mysteries. Yeah, I'm invested in mysteries. We were both fully invested in that playthrough and engaged in yeah. a way that i would not have been alone because i couldn't bounce any ideas off somebody and oh I would yeah just be sitting there like all right well i mean game's not going to finish itself a a a a because that's wow. how you get to the game is you just keep pressing a yeah. and make the next dialogue play over and over again very very motivational and just the story just happens at you and it was funny because one of the first comments we got uh was somebody being worried that since i was playing with you that like i was gonna like ruin it for you or no, something they were worried that we weren't gonna like pay any attention to the story oh and enough. yeah the yeah. irony is that we it's paid like we too, much, too attention, much attention because we were so into it that we had all the shit figured up and all these expectations and ideas of what was gonna happen <laughs> we figured out too much before we <laughs> yeah i think we figured out like most of it by the third and ending so by the time <laughs> we got to the, by the by the time we got to the ending we, we were, were like, like we were like those like lore theory theorist obsessed <laughs> Obsessive types that 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 freak out about like Ray's parents and Force yeah. Awakens, and then they then they last Jedi and like this movie ruined everything because <laughs> we were invested because <laughs> yeah. we were we were we were into it. Yeah, we were pretty into it. We didn't think it was good, but we were no. like, we're, we're fucking doing this. We're solving this. We're, that guy's doing that thing, and this is going. The shit's going down, and we're we're yeah. piecing it together. I mean, it's yeah. That could have not gone better. <laughs> well, it can. We so the have problem two more is the games. games bullshit. Which... So if you pay too much attention, then it all falls apart. And yeah. to the point where people in the audience that like the game but played it alone and didn't have it after and because it's a niche game, you don't talk about it with anybody because there's yeah. no one to talk to it about. So you just you just have it's like me reading a book. And like I just talking. read the book, and I'm like, alright, I got to the book and like eh, I feel this and that, but like I don't know. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk to anyone about it because no one will have also read the book generally. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean that's what but I the, but like those people like oh my god you're opening my eyes to so much shit and like we were like yeah. they were realizing how dumb the game was in real time because they hadn't discussed it with anyone and yeah. so all these things hadn't been pointed out to them yet and so they're just sitting so we, there we had converts <laughs> like we had converts, converts where people were realizing like, we're like oh shit this game's a mess we're opening their eyes i didn't the think about that and i didn't think about that yeah oh no it's it's normal i mean i do that with uh me and naya have like a book club between just both of us yeah. and we do that because that way it's easier to like at least talking to somebody about a book so otherwise you're in that position of like i'll just accept everything that's thrown at me because what yeah. am i going to do otherwise it's hard to process it without being able to talk to somebody yeah about it. And re- then when you're talking about it you like you realize things not even just what people saying to you but also you realize things while you're talking about it yeah and that it's... stuff's really like that happened to me uh that was, that was one of the things that was cathartic and interesting about doing the uh mass effect spoiler cast yeah as you're i was writing going i was not even writing it out because i'm just talking it's all oh. that, those whole podcasts like i had i sometimes had some bulletproof notes and then i wouldn't even go through them and i would just completely diverge anyway but talking about stuff in the podcast form made me realize things <laughs> about like how the like like realizing that ashley's right the whole time and she basically tells you what the plot of the series is going to be and then Which everyone's is... like, Ashley's a racist. I don't like her. And she's like, she's literally telling you the plot of Mass Effect 3 in the first yeah. game. It's like, yeah, by the way, uh, the moment anything bad's going to happen, everyone's going to cower away and not help each other. Because, you know, like, you get attacked by a bear. Like, you love your dog, but you, you want to live. <laughs> so 
That, like, that's the story she tells about like, the, yeah. the, like, having the dog die against the bear so you can escape. Yeah. Which is exactly what everyone does. That's what the council in, does. In, they let, in, they in just the third let... game, everyone flees to their home planets and yeah. just helps their own people and leaves everyone else to die. And you have to force everyone and, to work together. It's and like, guess what planet gets attacked first? Humanity. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, no one, <clears throat> no one comes to help out the race that, I don't know, saved Mass Effect twice. <laughs> but like, it can go both ways. Just, but, being able to discuss people can make you realize how how good something is or how bad something yeah, is being once able to have, once you process it i think it's just the the act of talking about something makes your yeah. brain go through it in a different look at it in a different way you have to you present would. it to a, the idea as a intelligible concept to another person yeah and then you that and then the same time you might be thinking about it in that way for the first time it's like the what that old joke of explain like explain it like you're talking to a caveman yeah and you try to explain something you're like wow this does sound really fucking dumb but also I try like to if you just it. go through something blindly if you just sit through it, a lot of like a lot of media is just designed to just be consumed, passively to, consumed. Yeah. Like you don't think about it all. Exactly. But the moment you think about it, you're like that thing. <laughs> what the fuck that thing? And like we had an instance of that on the podcast like the, with the uh, the boat from uh, Wonder Woman. Oh yeah. Like yeah. it's literally the. Like, where did the boat go? And, 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 and still, never forget, never yeah. forgive. Where is and, that boat? It's, a, it's something that uh, what is it? Uh, folding it's, ideas goes heavy on, and when he does his uh, his video about Suicide Squad, yeah, is that generally a scene has like the pivotal object that the scene is about. That's a purpose. Yeah, yeah. And, and at the end of Suicide Squad, it's the heart. Oh, yeah. And the movie just forgets the heart exists. Oops. And then everyone's teleporting around the room, and it's like, what is the scene? And we had that with uh, Wonder Woman where it's like, okay, the entire point of Wonder Woman in the story is that they're an no. isolated society. The entire point of this entire plot was that someone showed up to an isolated island and that no one could tell anybody else where that isolated island was because that was the whole point of this Amazon yep. island. It's supposed to be a secret except for the Nazis who just vanished <laughs> forever. Yeah, the, the, the Amazons live in a bubble. Yeah. And if you randomly find the bubble, they kill you, I guess. Which I, is like, I guess. what a great policy. Well, I think it's supposed to be like, there's <laughs> but, supposed to be a storm. But like, the central thing of the entire... Well, what, what happened in the movie is that uh, they were chasing... Uh, Captain Kirk. <laughs> they were chasing Captain Kirk yes, in the bubble. Yes, okay. And that's how they found the bubbles, because Captain yeah. Kirk encountered the bubble. He flew in. But the boat is offloading troops to chase Captain Kirk onto the island and they're going to attack him. And they're going to go get that spy or whatever because he's got intel. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Go get Captain Kirk. Then the Amazons fight some Nazis. Not Nazis. No, they fight. World War One. Uh, it's uh, just Germans. Germans. Just Germans. No, I thought uh, they were not. No. I thought they were Nazis. No. That's World it. War One. Was it World War One? Yes. Oh my God. That's Wait. the that's the whole thing is like Oh right. That's the that's, that's the so sweet irony of the whole ending is like, and now we fixed the world. It's like there's gonna be a worse one soon. <laughs> there's gonna be a way worse one soon. I'm sorry. Spoil alert, she doesn't stop it. I don't think she stopped World War Two. No. Whoops. Considering that's when Captain America was made. Oh God! Can't wait for the, the the gritty sequel to Wonder Woman where he finds out she caused World War Two or something. Who Batman? Uh, Batman's no. like, look what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, shows um, a better door with fucking like a Holocaust stamp and is like, this was you. Like the you did this. The central thing of that whole scene was that boat. Like, yeah, that's where all of the the, the the I keep wanting to say Nazi. It's where the it's where the Ger World War One German soldiers were look, coming from. Every every time they're Germany all, was they're in all war. coming in and attacking. Yeah, and then you never see it again. No. It vanishes. 
It's literally at a rock. And then it, the next scene, just the rock there. is there, but the boat's not there. The boat, yeah. And all you need is one scene. Just the boat sinking. Yeah. Just I just need to know the boat blew up. You just need, like, the camera needs to focus on the boat in any moment but, where it's just like, oh, look, it's sinking. But it didn't because the Amazons had no long-range weaponry. They yeah. were stuck on horses and fucking arrows. They had no means to and so fight. so they're about to kill Captain Kirk <clears throat> because he knows about the island. But as Meanwhile, far as the audience can tell... It seems like that boat just left. It's the gone. Soldiers, that, yeah, and they have like data and everything, and they like yeah, it's a, right here. Yeah, it <laughs> whereas literally. I don't think Kirk even knew where he was. I don't no. think he could find it again if he Kirk, wanted to. Kirk not only did not have a map of where he was, he had no idea so, what was so even despite, going on. But the Nazis were like full, or the Germans were full on like we're the bad guys. We know where this is, and we're leaving on a boat. And like Kirk was like, I have no means to leave. I have no map, and I have no <laughs> idea where I am. And yeah, screwed. and he's like, and I'm a good guy. I just want to go like, home. Despite this entire story being about how isolation, militantly isolationist they are, they just don't bother addressing what happened to that boat. And I've been told it's, apparently the novel novelization of the book, uh, novelization of the movie, apparently says that it like hits, hits it like hits a, hits reef a rock or something, or something and sinks. And sinks. Yeah. Oh, okay, fuck you. I'm not going to believe that for a second. The it's Germans like, took the map and they I, knew what where I'm it was. What I'm saying here, thinking is like that's all you had to show. Yeah. I, oh, thought, yeah. I think that was what that scene was supposed to be when the boat was getting close to the rock. I think but they, they just didn't to... show it. No, they didn't show it. All you have to do, you don't even have to even like. <laughs> you know what I bet it is? I bet they didn't have enough like B footage of an empty ocean. No, I think like... they had like empty ocean footage and they didn't have enough of it to show the boat crashing all you, and sinking. All you need is that Titanic scene. Yeah. The underwater scene, the underwater shot of the <laughs> Titanic just, hitting the iceberg. It just cuts back to goes, a boat that's <laughs> sinking underwater and you're like, how did that happen? I don't yeah. care. It's sinking now. Like, you just, not, no, you, you, yeah. you just need one shot of a hole hitting a rock oh yeah and it's ruptured You're like okay the boat's sinking <laughs> i imagine they just actually take the scene from titanic from the inside yeah. when the fucking iceberg's hitting the inside of the boat and they just show mm-hmm. that scene where the people are running inside and they're like oh it's water's spilling in <laughs> and, like, and you're just supposed to believe that that's happening and like right now but like that that's an example of a thing that comes up because you're talking about thing and you realize what's happening and saying like oh fuck yeah and stuff like that and that can go both ways that can that can be like oh shit this is amazing they even did that detail look at all the cool shit that yeah. happened or, or it could be just... like oh no oh you i forgot. missed all that mess <laughs> yeah some people probably did some people probably it's like when people mess. make that thing like here's I... the crucial mistake in this movie yeah. that ruins the whole movie <laughs> i'll admit i went into wonder woman looking very very close at it because i wanted it to be a bad movie and i did not i was not spoiled it was a bad movie I, but I had, I had no right time until the ending was just like the every shitty ending for every superhero no, movie that ending like, oh, was worse fuck. than anything ever the whole movie was building up this like i'm a real person and i'm learning how to be a real person in the real world i just and then the ending was like everything movie. is about comic books and it's like why are you here <laughs> i just hate every superhero movie that ends with like super villain guy punches other person oh Dead. no breaking through the asphalt because of how strong the punch was like in i saw soccer punch fucking 10 years ago uh and also dragon ball z and like and then other oh, punch the other guy and, oh wow they fell over a bit and they just get up and they just they just keep hitting each other and yeah they fly around a bit from getting hit it's... but no one's getting hurt and then magically one hit kills and i'm like Ugh. like that's it's... how like 10 superhero yeah. movies have ended is is just like everyone else dies nonsense. by the punch except for the hero yeah and they're punched the exact same way with the exact same force and yeah. the only thing that happens to them is they go like whereas oh. like compare that to how much better the end of civil war was when it's like 
it's like uh, the Winter Soldier, Captain America, and Iron Man like ripping each other apart. In yeah, that room. and it's like the the armor's coming off, and there's the shield. It's like like everything like shit does what it's supposed to do at hitting the thing. Yeah, and it's like an actual. It, and it's uh, like I a mean, choreographed every, fight that like you'd see in an yeah. action movie. Well, it's like Star Wars Superhero. too. Star yeah. Wars is like people will. At, at the very least, people look like they're making contact with each oh, other. Oh yeah, the whole that a, entire like it's a that, threat. <laughs> that whole fight, that whole lightsaber fight at the end of uh, Last Jedi, yeah, was like shit's going down. It's a, every, yeah, it's a threatening fight. Like that's that's like, what action scenes are supposed to be. Yeah, why does every superhero movie end with bullshit? Uh, because I don't want to see Superman punch Batman through a building. It's, it's like, exciting. Like nothing's happening. It's it doesn't ex- mean anything. It's exciting, Keith, to a kid. It's like watching Goku punch someone through a, a rock wall. Every now and then people get self-aware of it too, because that was that's what happened with the Man of Steel. Yeah, because like everyone, they're just like soullessly punching people through buildings and shit, and it's like, and it's just like no one's hurting anyone. This fight's accomplishing nothing. Well, no, but every, it, it in the background, everyone's like, "You're killing the entire yeah. city. It, what are you doing?" I was gonna say it accomplished a lot of real estate. <laughs> There's like but... hundreds of thousands of dead people now. They're fine. This is like nine eleven times a hundred. <laughs> It's I mean, really bad. Well, yeah, it's two giant it's man so, planes. There were so many towers falling everywhere, and I'm like, what the fuck? Well, Metropolis is just da, like da, a... Da, 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 da. Isn't, no, that's that's I think, not Superman. That's, yeah, that's Indiana Jones. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean. Shit. I mean, they sound uh, similar. It was just horns and shit back then. It was every theme. Yeah, every, every back then, they all had horns. Yeah. But, I mean... uh I, I would say... Like when I point out how Zob didn't have to die. I mean, he had to die. He had to die in the way that what he was doing, but like, he, yeah. the, the scene's framed like the only way to save that family is to break his neck. Oh, yeah, like if, no. you're, if you're so strong, you can point his head in any direction, which is what the process is of breaking someone's neck. I mean... Then, he, he, then you could just make him not point his lasers at the family. <laughs> the family that bafflingly won't just leave also <laughs> superman could just block it with his hand but yeah you're he, acting he like he could su- block it with his hand he could point his head not towards the family the family could just fucking leave because you can't get trapped by an eye laser <laughs> like they're not trapped in that what, scene. Is, what is zod gonna do he's gonna like do that thing where one of his eyes turns the other direction so the laser starts falling <laughs> yeah, oh my god I kind of want to see somebody that's like, like, yeah, like a, like a, like a just... superhero that like crosses his eyes yeah. with, li- with eye lasers. Like, and, and they like... cross over and it turns like two different directions and Superman's like, oh, I got to get both of these. <laughs> somebody has two eye beams, like Cyclops or whatever the fuck, but like, yeah. then like, when he's like, he's like, well, I, you don't know by my secret technique and he, he combines the beams like Ghostbusters and it's like a mega beam. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. That, raises the, that. that always raised the question, like in, like in a Marvel vs. Capcom, how does, how does Cyclops blast harder? <laughs> like oh. he has the full laser beam, then he has the mega laser no, beam. I'm like, did uh, you just... Mm-hmm. No, they explain it. That's him just actually opening his eyes. <laughs> like when he does his regular beams, it's like him squinting. But when yeah, he's like doing the full like, on beam. It's like beam. that joke when somebody's like, how does Superman fly... Faster. Faster. Like, does, he go, uh, <laughs> I, does he like push I mean, a little he, further? Well, he can't. He can't punch through. Obviously, the hands aren't even doing it in the well, first no. place because he just hovers whenever yeah. he wants to. But I was I just gonna say, mean, like, how does he he's faster? Not, like, he's not punching sonic boom. Because like Flash <laughs> runs faster by running faster. Well, but like how does Superman? I don't, I don't how do know. Flying people fly faster. I don't know how Flash runs faster at some point because at some point his legs just turn into atoms yeah. and he just kind of like floats. Like, I think I remember at one point his feet were just tornadoes, and I was like, I don't even know how this is fucking working anymore. <laughs> like Sonic? No, like, he was, like, red tornado, where, like, his feet were literally just spinning in circles, and I was like, I don't even know how this is fucking uh, working. 
But mm. I mean, Red Tornado's different. He's literally a robot. So Flash is a terrifying. He's so chipper and like, ever, happy all the time, uh, and all of his storylines are horrifying. Have, yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna break time time continuum and, and like disintegrate, and I'm gonna make copies of myself that die. Yeah, that were all alive. Then they were all copies of me. And I'm like, I I don't okay. Have you because they, they did that? In the, they do that in the show. Oh, in yeah. the show they go all in on all the weird shit Flash does in the comics, like I one mean, by one. They're, they're do? just making it down the list. But it's like such an upbeat show. But it's like an upbeat show that's like. You it's... made multiple clones of yourself that died. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, uh... Naruto does that too. I mean, but they had to, they had to man of steel it. Interestingly, oh, Flash boy. had to man of steel it. We're like in Man of Steel, they, they they clearly did not mean for it to be that fucked up. The ending. Oh yeah. It was clearly an yeah. accident that they weren't thinking about. But then they made Batman versus Superman about that, <laughs> based on audience reaction. Yeah. So the Flash did that too. Whoa, come on! Because one really? of the clones is the villain of one of the next seasons, because he becomes one of the next speedster villains. There's always another speedster villain. Basically. And he was like, "You killed all of us. I'm going to punt you down, Flash." It's, it's more or less that kind of resentment. That's really dumb. Yeah, by the way, he's, 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 just... he's, one of the clones becomes a villain. It's like, wait, I'm, does I'm the like, clone? I'm, can the clone make I'm more like, clones? I'm like, at least they addressed it. Uh, he doesn't. I don't know if he can. That would be hilarious. What if he or did? He, the... he might actually. He even might have, and I don't remember. What if he did the cycle? He just continued the there cycle. Of, there was a lot of show, and he, he sacrificed clones for himself to get away. And he's like, "Oh, now I see why Flash did it. I should kill myself." By the way, you told me. <laughs> That Barry Allen was not a Flash. Barry Allen is a Flash. When I first started watching uh, the Flash, and you're like, "Which Flash is?" I was like, "Barry Allen." I'm like, "Oh, they just made someone up." Then I'm like, "I'm like, what?" Wait, I thought. Yeah, you told me that he wasn't one of the Flashes. I don't think he's one of the main Flash. No, he's totally one of the Flashes. In fact, as far as I could tell, he's the only Flash I've ever met in any f- fiction. It was always Barry Allen. Was it as like a cartoon? Maybe I was thinking of uh, Green Lantern. Like I think the cartoon guy, for example, was Barry Allen. Th- yeah, Justice League and stuff like that. Like I think Barry Allen's always been the one I've known. No, <laughs> so maybe, it, was, it was really yeah. weird how you were like he doesn't exist. I think maybe I was thinking of. Green Green Lantern. He might have been in Green Lantern mode because we were, yeah, recently binging the entirety of Green Lantern 3D show. Which yeah, is fantastic. that might have been it. Because I know there's only show. I, yeah, I don't think there's canceled. ever been any other uh, flashes. I want to say there's only been one. Uh, well, there's the first, well, there's, the old, there's the Golden Age the Flash, Golden and then Age. there's Kid Flash. You know what I mean? Like there's no like modern era Flash. It's not mm-hmm. like Green Lantern where there's three of them now. There's like two black guys and one white guy. There's Hal Jordan, John and there's Stewart, John Stewart, and there's one other one. Flash? No. No, not Flash. His name's not Flash? No. Flash Gordon? Chad? <laughs> She's some bro jackass. He's just a broy jackass. Yeah. So I was like, is his name Flash? No. Who's the bro? There's some bro somewhere in some cartoon I don't remember named Flash. His, I don't remember his He's name, probably from like but... Danny Phantom or something. <laughs> probably. But the, uh, but yeah, so I, I might oh, have got confused. This was the topic of having Andrew on 999. Wow. Yeah. So to finish that thought. Uh, my takeaway from 999 and Andrew and everything was the idea that like I think I would have if I didn't do it with Andrew because of the, how discussions work I would have had significantly less fun but probably would have thought the game was better just because I wouldn't have noticed a you, billion yeah, things you wouldn't have argued you wouldn't have argued about the the solidity of that story and you would have just it, let it, it slip it, it also very well may have become like a ah, it very well could have been like a more of like a eh, let's play our job moment where you just kind of like let's just <laughs> yeah do this series here's like it's and a, it's like just kind of taking it because yeah. I think a lot of people because they saw it in a vacuum like and they it's like they don't like the nine 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 series has never come under fire the way that 
cool. like Sonic the Hedgehog has. Where yeah. it's like they bind they all like come together to face off against the people that are talking shit about Sonic and stuff like that. Like we're not game grumps, leave a, us a alone. lot of people separately discover Sonic nine 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 or they hear about it here and there. Like yeah. I like I've only heard about the franchise in positive terms of this interesting weird thing that really? came out. Yeah. I've never heard about I it. I first at all. heard I first heard about nine 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 and Zero Escape because Giant Bombcast was talking about it. Oh okay. and like all, all those different endings and like all the endings are technically canon and like that kind of like that I think I told you that once before, like yeah. the idea that all the all, all the endings were canon at the same time was like one of the first things i heard about the game and i'm like yeah. what <laughs> and like so like you're supposed to get every ending of the first game before you even start the ne- next game and stuff like that like i knew that that's like the first stuff i knew about the game yeah immediately i knew nothing and so like i only know about danganronpa that's the only yeah. like weird puzzle but visual novel i think that it's a game that's gotten away with being niche and that's been to its benefit yeah, the less people I know about it, the better it's If served. this was a multi-million selling franchise it that did be. really well, there would be video essays oh, about yeah. the mess that its story is. I could do a video essay Instead, on that. Instead, there's basically not even reviews on it. Yeah, I remember we looked I tried, at it. I was looking up, yeah. like, I was like, I just want to see if there's like, because we'd finished the game at that well, point. You wanted to see if anybody else agreed with us. Yeah. Yeah, no one. No I wanted one to see if someone, or I just wanted to see if anyone with more time than me <laughs> like was doing like an H-bomber guy, basically, and yeah. just going all in on something the way that he went all in on like Sherlock and stuff like that. And I'm like, uh, there's no one. No. There's no interesting discussions on like the entire no. internet about this game, period. No. There's a handful of five minute videos like, 999 is pretty cool. And that's the whole video. Yeah, it's like a, a G Force video, yeah, basically, where yeah. it's like, 999, it's, it made me scared. It's a 10 out of 10. It's a game that has gone virtually without any detailed or nuanced discussion yeah. ever. Maybe I should basically. do that. So a lot should of just both, people have just passively enjoyed it. Maybe we should both just write fine. a really long essay yeah. about it and then be the first like H Bomber guys for it. Oh. Uh, You'd probably, you'd probably get a lot I of views. I don't obsess over 999. Uh, I mean, you're going to beat all three of them, so <laughs> no. maybe you should like no. reassess your life. We need to do questions now. All right. I only added another 50% to that 999 discussion. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, we, we're verbose. We're, <laughs> nice try. Any case, the first question here we've got is, have you guys ever thought of doing co-op horror games? Like, example, Keith plays I Can't Read Anymore because your chair is blocking away. What does it say? What's the example? For example, Keith plays a horror game until he dies and gives Andrew the controller and vice versa. Uh, we basically already That's did that. the first Let's Play we ever did. Not a horror game, but Dark no. Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls. Uh, we played Dark Souls together, and every time someone died, you <gasps> change controllers between you, me, and Anna. Yeah. Which was a mistake, because Dark Souls mm. is hard, and you need to learn it. Yeah. And it's really hard to learn it if when you're, you're only playing, playing a third of the time. Yeah. When and you're... also only when we meet together to do it. <laughs> That's not a good idea. No. Uh, but it was funny. But it's no it's no right way to cover a lot of games. Yeah. At one point we talked about uh and I'm glad we didn't do this because I played the game now and it wouldn't have worked. Uh we were talking about doing State of Decay. Oh where every time because yeah. it, it has permadeath in it. So I figured every time one of us dies, we would change characters. Yeah. Although uh no, that could have worked still. It just would have been a very long series. No, because what also works in that game is that uh you get tired. Oh. So you have to like switch characters, in which case we just switch characters oh, and controllers. Oh, one of us would just have a different character. Yeah. yeah. Um, in addition to dying, like we just have our own characters that like whose characters were whose basically. Okay. It, it could have worked. It could have worked. But uh, uh nah. but that was that was that day we thought about at one point. Yeah. I mean, we uh, did that technically with Remothered. Yeah. I just died enough times where I gave it to Keith. We don't generally trade off Keith didn't die. horror games. <laughs> There's just been like two instances so far where andrew's just done with the horror game and yeah. so i take over basically yeah. 
usually. Which is the basis of my channel existing. Yeah. Is that he was it's... done with Outlast, so I went home and made an Outlast Let's Play without him. That's how this all started. It worked out for the better. You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody watching this right now. You got a Keith channel because of me. <laughs> but it's, it's always possible, but I think... Uh, I don't know. The issue is, I think, we don't like the kind of horror game that rapidly kills you like that in the first place to make that kind of series feasible. Yeah. Like you basically have to be playing, I mean, like, what, FNAF? Yeah. It'd have to be, like, like FNAF. Those or... kinds of games were... Like, our reaction, we played FNAF at release. <sighs> oh, my God. That was such a bad we, idea. We played Five Nights at Freddy's Jesus. with zero context. Yeah. Like, we had no idea we it was going to be, like, a cult sensation we were and not, stuff like that. We were not or, hyped for the Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, we had literally never heard of the game. Yeah. We just happened to see it on Steam for a couple dollars. For and five like, bucks. Fuck it. Why not? And it was that getting, like, looks amazing. Weird reviews so it was, getting a, it was getting a handful of reviews it wasn't even yeah. really big yet or anything no but we but made a video and we're like this sucks <laughs> we just left yeah like that type of game where you like you that the internet screams at a lot is like yeah usually doesn't phase us that much to no. begin with we're we're usually pretty we're aware of the the, the guys like the everything's yeah. really quiet and then ah really if you loudly. don't know a lot of youtube channels pretend to be scared yeah and you're oh, pretty God. stuck with us being ourselves yeah, sorry. <laughs> on our channel. We're, we're not PewDiePie or we those other big names that all. can just scream at that. Like, Markiplier's not scared. He's played Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, he's played every he single one. He can't be scared of them that far, yeah. well, far into the series. Not the no. way that they usually pretend to be and stuff like yeah. that. For me... You could be uh, scared of, like, the first... You could be scared of the sound. Like, that's what they yeah. always do. They wait to jump off of the sound cue. We died. The, we died the least scary possible way too, which is that we uh, we didn't understand that how much you had to conserve energy. Yeah. Because the game doesn't tell you really anything, so we just ran out of power, and yep. then the most the most drawn out, like, obvious possible death happened, which is like the thing was lights at the door. go out and the light, the light flickers. Like this yeah. guy's gonna kill you, and then he kills you. I'm like, wow, what a shock. You know what I he bet? Did a loud sound. I didn't even think about it. I bet you those like big let's players that play Five Nights at Freddy's, they probably don't even leave the headphones in anymore. Probably just have the game on mute because there's no reason to. You know, you by that by the that fourth game. That was part of my reaction. Um, yeah. When I started, I remember when you edited, you were like super mad because so you looked I, at it and you started, were like, "Look at this! Look at this emptiness!" Yeah, and there's you no sound. You can see the audio go from zero percent sound to like one hundred percent solid block. Yeah. Like actual almost damage. Yeah, almost clipping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're like furious. So when, I, so when I first started my Patreon. One of my f first top supporters immediately was like, he wanted to sponsor FNAF. me doing FNAF 4. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, here we go again. And it was amazing to me. Here we go. Like, I actually yeah. had to, like, abort midway through the video and just go play Dust. Because I was like, you got a backup game? <laughs> was basically what I said. Wow. I was trying to make this hour-long video for this guy for all the support he was doing. And I'm like, I, I can't get an hour out of this game. Like I oh can't. yeah, you won't like, survive an hour or I, whatever. Because I'm well, like, the the first FNAF you pretty much have to live for like ten minutes at a time, especially because I mean, like you have to survive. Like first FNAF, I was able to beat almost doing well, I, nothing. I mean, like the first the but, first FNAF, the first night you just yeah, live through. Basically. You just live through. At worst, yeah. you can do what we do, which is die at the very end of it due to power outage. But like you pretty much just like there's a built-in amount of time I mean, of how long you're gonna I, last usually. I, I think we did it again. You could literally just put the screen on your face for the first night and not touch anything else, and you won't die. I More think it was, less. yeah, I think we figured I think, oh, that I out. Think, I think you tried it. We just, we just oh. quit as far as the video goes. Right. We're like, true. fuck this. This was boring. Yeah. <laughs> this will never take off. <laughs> that's what I did. I just put the screen on my face and I didn't run out of, I didn't run out of power. The, um, it's like a, like Slender Man. Like, yeah. 
people like there's a rep like like jump scare repetition that you're supposed to be like you keep get, going you with. get real fatigued by that quick like the yeah. first time it happens you're like all right i'm done yeah like we like we we both like i, I found i found right. the slender man video game when the game when it first came out i'm like i'm gonna play this game yeah and I, I got a video where i got spooked and it was a nice little like eight minute video and like andrew don't look anything up just play the just record yourself playing this game and then you did the same thing and we got our yeah. two videos out of it and i'm like that's it that's it because we're not going back it, almost immediately i got went back in the game and i'm like yeah, I get, this is just numbers now. Yeah. It's like... How fast can it's you It's like do the Matrix, it? reading the code, like a blonde, redhead, brunette. Like, it's like, okay, <laughs> so I need to go around yeah. this map, and here's the randomized points where the pages can be, and he's always never going to be in front of me, but he can always be behind me at any given moment. There's like, so, so yeah. always walk forward and kind of work in swoop, swooping circles, but also he can bullshit kill you at any moment, and the whole gimmick is that a loud noise plays, and then you start over again. Yeah. And you realize that Slender is actually kind of luck-based, because it's like, you have to... Just hope he doesn't fuck you, yeah. basically, because like he can just completely I, screw if you. If I remember correctly, it's like he can. Yeah, sometimes you walk into a room and you're just like fucked. Yeah, like because you can't, you can't. If you see him, you try turning around. He's like there again. You're like fucking. Shit. That's an issue I had with FNAF too. Is yeah. that it's so mechanically driven that it can't be scary. Oh yeah, like I you're mean, so busy knowing about like the board game you're playing, basically. Yeah, that in order to process all that shit, you have to be kind of detached from the actual like atmosphere Keith, of it it does not and sound it, like you're ready for freddy so you're just not scared basically God, i hated that but, but, i hated that fucking tagline to rewind from earlier yeah. uh when i was talking about like how long you had to live no matter what in the first game yeah in the fourth game that was not true in the fourth oh, game no. you could die in 10 seconds yeah and fourth so, game you could die like that so like i was just rapid i was just rapid fire dying i'm like i don't understand the mechanic because like i'm not because the games don't explain not, themselves yeah you're not invested into it so you're not invested you don't know the personality you're supposed to like watch lore videos and look at wikis and like figure out like all these secret mechanics it's like how the game works it's like binding of isaac but for a horror game yeah yeah so like i just kept dying over and over again i'm like i don't know what is happening yeah but i died so rapidly and i'm like and like there was like a there's like one jump scare at the end where at the beginning we're like ah and then after that it's like ow ow was like my reaction to every jump scare because like it's just really even if you turn it down it's just like it just goes from zero to loud and it's like the whole gimmick is that chomp chomp teeth happen on the screen and it goes really loud it's always a metal kind of like yeah there you go it's like it's like someone's rubbing like uh it's like someone's rubbing a child against metal where like the child screaming it kind of sounds like a looney tunes cartoon skidding to a halt yeah but like warped yeah, to yeah, be yeah, like a screech. That's probably a better one. It's, it's that it's that sound effect being warped into a Pokemon screech. <laughs> it is. It's kind of like yeah. If you combine a Pokemon's voice and a Looney Tunes character stopping at a halt, and then you just put it on like almost clipping, you got and that guy got an entire living out of making that sound. Uh, he got more than that. He got f- yeah. like five games, six games, a book, and now a movie. Like good for him. Honestly, I'd probably enjoy a movie based on that more than any of the other versions of it. <laughs> I don't enjoy any of it. It's just a horror movie. I'm like, like all right, cool. It's not even a horror movie. Is it not? I it's mean, not going to be about animatronics that eat you? <laughs> well, you're the person, so what are they going to make the movie of like a third party just standing there doing the night shift and what? He never leaves because he can't leave, so it's a movie that takes place in one room where giant metal things are coming after him but it, i mean this for me this would be a go-to case of don't be true to the game <laughs> what i mean just I, set up a fucked up like nighttime chuck e cheese thing with like fnaf 
monsters that eat people i feel and, like and just skip the whole stupid <laughs> i feel like it's a terrible idea i would wrap i would much rather just like you, you can make a lot of things work with horror movies a benefit of horror movies is that they're more often than any other uh, genre allowed to be shorter <laughs> a lot of the horror movies that i've enjoyed have been like 70 80 minutes long tell that to fucking favors jason like so many oh, was it a long one or something i think it was like two hours or something like that I, like I, I remember, I think it was like a Freddy movie and a Fre- and a Jason movie, like mm-hmm. and the length time combined together, and it was like both of them have a movie together, and I was like, why did you increase the length time though? Like this is unnecessary. Oh man, I've I've been. Where is my sequel, by the way? I've been I'm like waiting for I've Freddy been like first. working through Netflix's back catalog of like eighty minute horror movies, and <laughs> there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, there's and some of them. of them are neato. Yeah, like the the ritual. Oh, it's fucking yeah. rad. But some of them are I've not. I've gotten a few people to watch that now. Some have you, of them are you not good. Yet? I've seen Ritual. Yeah. Ritual's pretty neat. I, I watched a lot that's, of like that's a that's a cool creature thing. Have you seen uh, Devil's Chair? No. Wasn't that on your like best movies it's, ever list? It's literally my were, number one. When you movie. were on that one website, yeah, uh, it still is. Letterbox, Letterbox. It's my number one movie of all time ever made. There's never a better movie made in no, human never, history. Never seen it. You should watch it. It's, no, it's never a, seen good, it. Yeah, I think it's eighty minutes. <laughs> It's a, a good duration I, for a horror movie because horror a, movies are often like it is. A lot of horror movies have one idea that they're trying to express, yeah. and so a that's, shorter runtime often works for that. That's why I think it's think of like House in the Woods. Did uh, I tell you Cabin about Cabin in the Woods? Did I tell you about the most infuriating that, horror movie though? Is that a horror movie. Yeah, that's that one that's like a horror movie, but then it's also like zany. Did, right? did I tell you about like just the most infuriating horror movie? No, I found on Netflix is. I can't remember what it's called. Okay, that helps. <laughs> it's about a deaf woman. Okay. Who's getting hunted in her own house. Uh, okay. Wait, how so, does she know she's getting hunted? Uh, there's a convenient other person to get killed. So that she can be like, oh no, a murderer. Because <laughs> that's how screenwriting works. <laughs> and this guy is what? like I mean, some is... kind of psychopath that just wants to torture people. <laughs> is so, she like... Is she like sitting there in bed and she looks up and she's like, "Well, I can't really hear what's going on, but I see my friend walking down the the there's hallway." A whole, there's and a whole like where she's like working in her kitchen and just behind her in the glass is like her neighbor being murdered and screaming and beating on the window and like she can't hear because she's deaf. She can't hear because she's deaf. So she's not, around. she's not noticing the entire murder happen, basically. Okay, and what she just turns around is like, oh my heavens, there's blood everywhere. Eventually, yeah, like she picks up on what's happening, essentially. It's that kind of movie. But like, it's a movie that can only exist because of a billion uh, contrivances and conveniences that set yeah. up the whole thing. And it was infuriating because like immediately they had, they had to set up that the guy isn't just killing people indiscriminately just to kill them. And also yeah. he's not just killing them like efficiently or anything. <laughs> He's not indiscriminate or like, efficient. That's doing, great. Yeah, like he's doing what the whole like play with your food type killing. Okay. Where he's like, oh, I'm going to make you scared. And it's like he has no grudge. That's really weird. There's no grudge That's here to explain dude. why the movie's happening. Yeah, why is like, he doing They don't know each other. He's doing this to a deaf woman. Yeah, this is like really just, fucking He's just terrorizing up. her because throughout the movie, which that's, means that, oh, that's why she's alive throughout the whole movie is because it's like, the only way she could be alive is if he just keeps not killing her. That's like discrimination. What's so why so you... it's just so she's just trapped in the house, but and he's just going around the house and finding entrances and fucking with her and stuff like that. Okay, but like there's so it's it's the most for a infuriating movie because there are multiple times it it becomes like remothered. 
Okay. Where there's multiple times where she like gets a good blow in or something like that, and something yeah. happens, and then she just doesn't follow up. And I'm like, you're going to die if you if he keeps coming after you. He this is your chance, and she like runs did, away every single time. Like, did, what are you doing? Did you see? What are you doing? So well, no, it hits peak levels of stupid. Okay. Because the the per, the neighbor that got killed, her husband is like this Still big badass alive. dude. He's, well, he comes over from looking. He's looking for still her. alive. Yeah, still alive. He he left the husband alive. No, so the neighbor, the husband must uh, I think was not home at the time. So the husband that was next door oh. comes home and there's no wife there, and so he he comes to check the neighbors to see if they've seen her. Yeah, and when he gets there, the killer guy like, pretends to be a cop. They got a call or something he like sees that. He's like Scooby Doo going on at the house when she's running through one door and he's running through the other. So door. what's infuriating? What's infuriating is like I think, I think at this point she's hiding upstairs or something, and okay. the guy's outside. And he pretends to be a cop that like was responding to like a call or something like that in the house. Yeah, it's like oh we got a call here. Like we heard but we heard gunshots. Or he's something like, like that. in the house. No, he's like out front. Oh, the bad guy went outside. The, the, the bad guy's out front and oh. like. That's weird. It, and he's like pretending to be there on a, on a call as a cop. Lock the door. So the guy. Well, that, that happens a lot. But uh, so the, 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 but the neighbor, not being an idiot, starts piecing together that this guy's full of shit. Yeah. And like he Wait, comes, she like, can't hear him, so she's just assuming. No. So she. What is this whole time? The deaf girl's not anywhere around because she's not apparently just not keeping an eye on anything. Even though her all that she can do is look at things. Yeah. And she's not trying to keep an eye on the stuff. She's, okay. A huge chunk of this. She doesn't even know that conveniently her potential salvation is just right outside. Uh, oh, she doesn't. She doesn't even realize that she has neighbors. Like she bought a house with no knowledge of neighbors. <laughs> so the, the guy, so the guy starts picking, piecing together that the, the the cop is the bad guy. At the, the husband the, the, does. The pretend, yeah, the husband guy starts piecing together the cops full of shit. I mean, and so okay, but he gets a. Uh, the most infuriating thing happens, which is that right when. Uh, Right when he's about to actually do something, suddenly the deaf girl shows up, knocking on the inside of the sliding glass window. He looks to there, and the guy slits his throat. I'm like, fuck. What? Like the guy, like the cop, the the, 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 the bad guy slits, slits the... the husband's throat the moment he looks away. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. But because he's a fucking badass, he's still not dead. So he fucking grabs the he. So he's he's like he. They get in a fight. He grabs the fucking guy. Like he he has him like in a chokehold because he's fucking huge compared to the actual killer. Okay. And he's like he, he's on the ground and the, he's laying on the on his back on the ground and the choke the killer's on top of him and he's choking him out. And I'm like, deaf girl, just stab deaf him. girl, just stab I'm him. Like, Come on, you're. There's a person dying to help you right now, and the killer is incapacitated. There are so many things you could use as weapons. You just gotta run over there and just fucking hit him with something. Yeah. She fucking runs away. She. And I'm like, I, I, like I vacates the area. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. Does she call the police or uh, does she like anything? It's the usual contrivances where it's like there's no power and there's no signal and her phone die and all the billion okay. things they can establish. To I'm going to sure go she ahead. Can't contact anyone. It will happen. I want to say this for the record: is I get it. We're living in a time that it becomes increasingly hard to make horror stories where like people can't contact somebody. To the point where she's like in WordPad and she's like typing her like her memoir her note to her. Yeah, she's like typing her death note to her fucking family and yeah. shit like that. And it's like you could have you could have not only lived, you could have saved him. 
Because you probably could have, like, wrapped up his neck after you took out the killer and, like, he could be alive, but instead you just left him to die. I'm like, well, I mean, he doesn't have a wife. What, why does he need to live anymore? <laughs> that's like, not how anything works. It, it's, I mean, that's what I keep hearing from married people who got mad at my conversation but on the last I, podcast. Like, I've been having fun because I can watch horror movies the same way I can do Let's Plays, which is that I can just, just turn it off. I just yeah. flip between the two things. I'm like, oh, shit, the ritual. This is neato. Or I, this bitch. <laughs> I'm like, what I, are you doing? I, Why don't you want to live? God, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. My 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 brain is it's not. A, it's amazing when you hit the moment in a horror movie where you don't care yeah. if the person lives. <laughs> I no. Okay, I'll say I can do that. If that's, I'm, that's a special if, type of movie. If I'm like incredibly high, I can turn off my brain to literally anything. I think I spent. <laughs> me and Mackenzie played like Gears of War, uh, the other last week. And uh, we started off, and we both got really mad at it because it was just bad. It's just a bad game. Uh, first Gears of War. Yeah, it's just a shit game. And um, every time you go back to the first game, it's always surprising how like. Oh, I was like, how did this get a franchise? Unfinished? Yeah, and so we we got so mad, we just got like as high as we possibly could to play it. You just kind of teleport onto a. <laughs> onto a train yeah You're like we're on a train now what yeah <laughs> and we just didn't finish entire chunks of the story and so it's just not there and so we we got we got so incredibly high that we not not only did we start realizing that half the game was like unfinished like we saw enemies that were just like frozen in place waiting for us to trigger a cutscene. the game and falls apart a yeah lot a in lot. ways that like weren't we, obvious in 2006 yeah. but now when you go back to where you're, oh, where you're yeah. like oh shit this game's a mess yeah because it's um, because they remade they they had the gall to make an anniversary edition of it yes where they fixed none yeah of the things. they fixed none of the things <laughs> it's like it's that's still a weird mess. that's the one i have i have the anniversary yeah. like three pack mm-hmm. thing yeah it was but uh i could tell you i was having a blast uh when i started the game i was not both of us were very upset but the moment we both got high we just were having a blast with how bad it was we just found it hilarious like oh i cannot believe that this was like that rookie's as green as grass it no it was there's one time where the game fucked up the audio dialogue and so the line was like the line was dom going uh he's like uh he's like how much <laughs> he's like marcus how much do you think these things cost and marcus just goes i can't count that high <laughs> And you believe him. <laughs> but he said it with such conviction. Like, the line is supposed to be... Oh, I can't count that high. The, the line was supposed to be like, Marcus, how much do you think these things cost? It must be like the tens or the thousands, correct? And Marcus is like, I think it's so high, I can't count... I, he's like, I think it co- it's worth so much, I can't count that high. Yeah. But it cut off like two chunks of it and made a conversation where Marcus is admitting he doesn't know math. It's and like, it was Marcus, so how much I can't count. <laughs> Basically, that's what happened. And it was we just everything started falling apart and it was a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. But like normally I would be furious. I just couldn't like before we went to that point, it was the, the game was falling apart and I was getting infuriated like we're not even done with the game. We're not even halfway done. And this fucking game is just has shit all over us. That was that was. A, it's weird thinking back to that game because it had some kind of weird momentum of like where the story was going, and then out of nowhere, it's like now you're on a train fighting a guy that attacks you with locust swarms or something. I'm yeah. Like, what? Did we miss? Uh, I answers? think it was. Yeah. yeah. Didn't make a part of the game. I think you're like that's when you get to. And that to, game had a lot of DLC, I think, and then now the DLC was fixing the no part of the story. Um, it was all like maps for the online. Yeah. Um. I, there's like a part where you go to like Marcus Phoenix's house or something, 
mm-hmm. and it's like where's my daddy and where's then my daddy? and then you find out that your dad's like a spider or something i don't know i don't remember what happened in that game <laughs> but the uh as you do well i just remember it was uh that was it's a common familial problem well that's now and then you just find out your dad's a spider it happens, it happens. that's what i remembered was the like the ending of the trailer where it's like when it played mad the world. the mad world, but it was like the ending was him shooting oh, the, the spider. Wii, the, the, the yeah, the trailer yeah. was completely fucked. Yeah, because like a giant mega spider is just like stabbing him with like eight limbs in one. Yeah, like, I don't think he gets out of that one. And that was the end of the. I think that's the end of the house. Is you fight a giant spider that stabs, and I don't. It looked. It was a good trailer at the time. All I remember it was, was the this. beginning of how from then on every movie, every game ever would had have a trailer. Sad, that music. Had sad music and slow motion scenes. Halo was the only one who did it okay. Like here's the, the trailer. Halo OD. The girl slowly going out the window. Yeah. Dead Island. You know, a game where that matches the tone completely. That trailer was the ultimate false promise I've ever seen in my life. Nothing about um, the game even remotely matches the tone of no, that trailer. It's, no, because you, you then you buy the game and it's like, who do you voodoo, bitch? <laughs> it's a bunch of people in fucking tie dye shirts clubbing each other with cha- with chainsaws and shit. Who do you voodoo, bitch? I'm like, what the fuck? That's the same game. You're right. <laughs> so I like forgot. The the game. Jesus Christ. Wasn't the guy who made the song one of the four playable characters? Yes, he's the. the that was the tone of the game, I and for- they had the gall to have like a Mad World trailer. I forgot about that. <laughs> you forgot about who do you I voodoo? I forgot bitch. the who do you voodoo thing. Oh my god! And the right. fucking collector's edition came with the severed torso of a girl bikini that right. was just the bikini yeah, area just the and bi- nothing else, which is like just creepy and gross to have in your house in general and this is the fucking uh, trailer they had the gall to have that trailer of like oh no it's the girl that slowed the slow motion out the window and oh she bit her own family it's so sad yeah like, that should be the fucking trailer for like do you, state of decay or something do you remember that trailer got like so much it like got pt levels of attention yeah where it was like so wow really this game this game's gonna be <laughs> like the game yeah like, what the fuck what the fuck is this what happened the uh like, yeah no uh that halo was so good you'd think that you'd retroactively be like scrap the entire project let's make that game right because <laughs> apparently that game right. will sell that game's the one that's gonna that's sell still no one's made that game no actually well kind of last of mm. us kind of no i would say wrong kind of zombies last of us is definitely not anywhere close to like heartstrings touching there's a specific obsession about zombies and old and men father-daughter relationships yeah because it's it's the it's that tra- it's that trailer it's the last of us i'm tired of it I'm, I'm done with it i look the walking dead adventure game here's a spoiler alert i really don't give a fuck about the child i just want the old man i just want the old man to survive there's always a father so many video games now are father daughter can i just have the father the board i just want a movie about a father surviving on his own and he just goes like i fucking hate kids and i go yeah dad who's the kid and they're like oh fuck it yeah i just want well, I, that, that was the what you need what you need then is the last of us prequel can I just? Can I just? Because the entire time between the prologue of Last of Us and the actual end, the actual beginning of the campaign no. is like fifteen years of him being alone. No, because just being sad and drinking. I I just want. Dudes. I basically just want a movie about Wolverine, but with no other X Men. That's all I want. Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan, but no other, video game? but nobody else in the movie, but Old Man Logan, just mm. him. By oh himself. yeah, because Old Man Logan became a movie about the. 
because the comic in the yes. comic book it's just old man logan which and, is like, why it was and, good like, hawkeye's I, there i love it blind, yeah and he gotta go fight hulk they gotta fight hulk. In the movie they're like it's an it's the last of us <laughs> yeah it's another old man and a, and a daughter yeah. character that are gonna go out to like that was the other example i was trying to think of i it's hate like, it i was so it, mad that's become so, so it's like an old mad. guy taking care of like a daughter or Tired. a adopt usually an adopted daughter figure yeah oh specifically yeah specifically if we ignore the trailer if we ignore specifically the the dead island trailer uh the last of us old man logan and walking dead are all like adoptive daughter relationships where like yeah. some dude encounters a young girl and protects them across the zombie wasteland i'm like it's a very specific thing to keep doing <laughs> yeah it's almost like someone experienced it once and they just keep doing it again i it's so specific i just don't want the daughter i want the dad i just only want the dad to do it yeah. I, don't, I don't even care if it's like a poorly written dad i just don't want the daughter and people can't seem to fathom that you can make a, a good movie without this weird, like, false sense of emotional empathy. Like, you have to have some poor, innocent thing there that has to, like, tug your heartstrings where the old well, man does Walking, that. on The Walking Dead show, you recently got your wish. No, I didn't. You don't watch, you don't watch the show. I don't like Rick. That, Rick no. doesn't. Rick isn't the old yeah, man but, I but want. I'm saying that happened, though. Well, yeah, everybody died. Great. Yeah. <laughs> the child is gone in that show. Well, every child should be gone in that, that show. That's the question goes. No. We're not going to play co-op horror games uh, forever. The end. We're general. We're generally, we generally like the idea of like playing a horror game. One of us playing, one of us watching. The trade-off mechanic just isn't feasible generally. Uh, we have to find a game where it works, and that's yeah. very. Small but also, how do you is. find that game without playing it first? <laughs> to know already like oh this would be a good one for trading off uh i mean yeah it's usually in the moment though like in the moment of playing we'll decide sometimes yeah. we'll we, retroactively we, we make up rules sometimes yeah. like hey you i'll play the sonic levels i mean yeah <laughs> and you play the warehouse i was gonna say, was gonna say like that we did that with sonic we've done it with uh i think 999 we thought the idea of like you would like one of us would play the puzzle rooms and the other one would play the other stuff that might have come up I don't and, then, and then it turned into like just press a who gives a shit like <laughs> we've had a handful of trade-off yeah. mechanics here and there but in horror games it's either uh it's either you die so often that it becomes frustrating and you're not interested in, in doing it anymore and that specifically is most likely going to make andrew not want to do it anymore like run from the oh run from the monster oh no he's gonna get you and then and then you get stuck like getting got like six times in a yeah. row and like that usually is when andrew just checks out together i mean that's what happened in remothered or, or the or you have the other thing which is like the game becomes so easy to not die in that the trade-off would never happen that trade-off never happens remothered yeah like the moment i started playing the game i never got killed by the monster for the entire playthrough yeah we got to like action segments at the end yeah because the game was so a lot of horror games are so abusable that you can just, like, not die in them. That's one of my biggest problems about horror games is that, like... I think that happened in my Silent Hill playthrough. Like, I, mean, I was like, well, I can just run away from all the monsters. And I just did. Yeah. And I, I, I think I did a significant percentage of the playthrough not dying. Yeah. Except for boss fights where they would just fucking take you it's, out. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm dead now. <laughs> it's definitely possible. I mean, I think I started doing that at some point with Resident Evil myself. Mm-hmm. I remember, remember I did that with the shotgun thing with the... Remember uh, with the dad? Where I did, was, this, where I did, you did weird shit. In where I did the thing where I kept put, going in the no, shotgun you, you room. You definitely never stopped dying at Resident no. Evil. You died constantly. But I'm saying, game. like, I, I found ways to just, like, fucking... Make weird things yeah, happen. Yeah, make weird things happen. For me, the thing is, uh, like, we, we would probably play a co-op horror game, like, that was actually co-op, if they were ever good. 
Yeah, but, but they weren't just like shitty reactionary. Yeah, whenever stuff. something is horror and it's a uh, co-op, it's either Left for Dead where it's just eh, it's not really horror. It's not horror. It's, it's it's using horror aesthetic, but none yeah. of it is actually scary. I mean, it's scary to die. Or it's something like, or the more common case is that anything that has co-op and horror YouTube in, bait. in its list of features is usually you, a terrible video yeah. game. Yeah, it's YouTube bait. Or like it's the, like, the like new... that haunted house thing where you set up traps for someone to walk through a, uh, a building. You ever seen that one? Where it has no. like the the there's, weird. There's all the ones where like one of you plays a monster and the other yeah. one's a monster. But there's also like, uh, like the new Alone in the Dark. Oh yeah, is like the newest Alone in the Dark is a co-op Alone in the Dark, but it's like it looks absolutely miserable. <laughs> it looks like the worst video game, basically. Yeah. It yeah, unfortunately, it just yeah. If you can make the genre better, then we'll do it. Otherwise, <laughs> then yeah, make a better horror game. Yeah, it's so easy. It's all up to you guys. So what's the next one? It's a long one. You read it. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Uh, I love your videos. <laughs> oh, hey, that's fitting. How does Andrew feel about the complaints about him on pizza videos? Mostly the 999 stuff. Oh, uh, no. my, uh, this how... is like how we were uh, doing the podcast. We were talking about the concept of like the bad relationship stuff and then while we yeah. were talking behind us a notification came up of like the email coming in about what's your worst relationship oh yeah it's like here's the here's the how yeah. do you feel about the 999 comments uh, when we were just talking the, about that for an hour the way i feel is that uh keith is the little girl figure and i'm the old man dad <laughs> what and uh i have questions and just like the old man dad i just don't care i don't really care at all i don't like my my entire prerogative is just to not die and that's how i deal with keith's playthroughs i just try not to die while doing them i don't care if people don't like me on them i can't change that just try not to i just die. try not to die i don't know man like look at the end of the day it doesn't does it really matter if people like me on there or not because it i mean i for one if you don't like me on there you can watch like the five other videos he posts every yeah. day um, that's kind of the universal thing across yeah. all my videos is that it's i don't ruin the channel i can assure you that i ruin maybe a playthrough <laughs> but like i can't ruin a channel but only even then you only root for spe specific people yeah because like everyone like there's always the people that are into the particular guests and stuff like that like i always got a kick out of like uh the comment kernel rpg gave which is that what is it like you said you wanted to trade out before you got bad yeah othered and he's like i wanted to see him get bad no because <laughs> no, like, some don't. people are into, into I, seeing I, the person's traits that yeah other people find annoying i can assure like you based on my voice today i do not want to get bad again that's not a good idea for me the takeaway is that no one no one's safe like andrew no is the safe. most like obviously abrasive person that i've ever had on youtube videos where like i where like i expect it I expect as in like it. wow like I well like, you're the one that I specifically go into the videos expecting comments of people being frustrated with you I go but, in with like armor yeah well, I'm I just, ready like I, I see bring me those comments but the surprise is actually that from on average like across different playthroughs and everything like 999 was an special an especially aggravated one across the board for the audience uh, for yeah. a lot of audience members but if I don't I think at, it, I don't think I it was at, mostly me though. I feel like it was just us talking too much, just talking about the game in general. Yeah. Just it's a billion things. I think a lot of people just like shut up and press A, and you'll it's see the first what hour you're... of this podcast. Yeah. But I just mean like uh, when I look at all the different playthroughs we do on all the different games, 
uh, and I compare those to like playthroughs I do with like Birdcatcher and Shell and Wanderbot and stuff like that. It's actually really even. Like, everybody just doesn't like every, everybody. Pe- yeah. People complain about everyone that's ever on the channel. Basically. Well, I mean, because the channel isn't about them; it's about you. Yeah. So people anytime get, people that people get mad at Wanderbot yeah. I, for a while there, I thought Bird was safe, but then we did Divinity, and people turned on Bird pretty hard during the Divinity playthrough, and it's like. People just complain about everyone that's on the show, including me, by the way. Like, I mean, <laughs> I get, compl- I get, compl- I, uh, yeah, but you're not going anywhere. Well, yeah, like obviously, I get a lot of negative feedback when I'm on other people's channels, but yeah. also like my favorite phone is like showed up on a stream and like his his voice makes my skin crawl. I'm like, all right, thanks. <laughs> uh, that's uh, a good. That's every a good, time uh, I see Keith in, in another video, I just like him less. <laughs> I've seen wow. a lot of it before, uh, but frankly, like I get negative feedback constantly about myself on my own channel. So it's like, well, I, see to, volume, it's always yeah. directed at me too. See to the previous video that we did or previous yeah. podcast about negative comments. But like people just, every personality is a gamble and you'll like some of them and not like other ones. And it just happens. I am relatively confident that I make entertaining videos with Andrew on a regular basis, and so I'm cool with making those videos. I mean, I could tell you, I personally am not someone who takes it to heart. You could be as cruel and senseless as to me as you want. And And get ready, because we're going to be airing that Dark Souls playthrough soon, where Andrew uh, gets mad at Dark Souls a lot. Uh, He beats it. I wouldn't say mad. I would say... He gets uh, indignant? I don't know. I would say very displeasing it gets frictiony uh, yeah friction does happen <laughs> he expresses dark souls friction i kill things i spent a lot a of time lot. just sort of laughing at the comments in general and just hanging out and also lying to you a few times that was fun uh yeah and get ready lot. for some fun lies what do you oh, guys man. expect from the dark souls one remake uh nothing i expect it to be a copy paste but with 60 fps yeah if it's not, then I'm going to actually he, be concerned. He thinks that as the pessimist, I think that as the actual fan, <laughs> I think that's all it's going to be. I don't. I, like, I've yeah. actually been, like, everyone, like, I made that video. Why would they put effort into it? Remember that video I, I put up to answer the question about, like, like will you be are, playing the remake? Yeah. Like, just, just, just yes. Yeah. Just because I was trying to shut people up. I, I might not play it. What? <laughs> you made a video that lied to people, Keith. How could I you? I might not play the Dark Souls remaster. Like, I, I, you know what? Get what, it on the Switch. I, so what I think will be at least it'll be different. What I think might ultimately happen is I might play it when it comes out, just for the purpose of doing a new Dark Souls playthrough because yeah. it's so much better than I was back then. Well, aren't you? Aren't you like I, doing I, Demon I, Souls right now? Or uh, didn't that, you do? That, that, that's coming gone. Yeah. Yeah, but you did Demon Souls. Yeah. You haven't done Dark Souls I, I one again. I want to replay Dark, Demon Souls and Dark Souls <clears throat> now that I'm better. Yeah. Because. But I'm saying you so haven't it gone. It was convenient that while I was starting that with Demon Souls, Dark Souls Remaster was announced. And I'm yeah. like, I guess I'll play that. Well, that's what I'm but saying. Like, you didn't go back to Dark Souls One if yet. If it wasn't for that incredibly specific scenario, I probably would not even buy it. Yeah. I'm looking at it, and do you need to? I mean, as far as I can tell, the Dark Souls Remaster has very little reason to exist. No. It's like it's that on, PC version is a shit show. It's on some new platforms like the Switch, for example. Yeah, so whatever. Like if you are. <laughs> If you want Dark Souls on the Switch, or you just want to get Dark Souls for the first time, this Great. might be the time to do it. Because the time be. is now. I'm just saying, like this is like this yeah. at the time of release, it'll probably be the best version. I of feel Dark like Souls I 1. I better get a free copy of this for buying Dark Souls One on PC and it being such a That's shit show. It's like I already bought Dark Souls One on yeah. PC at launch, and I own Dark Souls Two and Three and Bloodborne and Demon Souls and stuff, and I own multiple <laughs> copies of a few of them. I'm like, what? Well, 
Like, Why am I gonna buy for buy? Why am I gonna buy Dark Souls One again? I'm just like, like I, I re when I bought Dark Souls Two again a year later. It was the Scholar of the First Sin edition, yeah. and they re they re they like re scrambled the whole campaign and shit like that. They moved around all the enemy placements and stuff like that, and that was cool because like in Dark Souls Two, when you beat like you like you'd beat the game, and then our new game plus, and there'd be new like glowing red enemies that are put throughout the game that like yeah. new elite enemies that are mixed in through the crowd okay so that meant there was essentially two campaigns in the launch version oh. the new game plus it had a reshuffled version there was also like changes to boss fights where like a new enemy would show up during the boss fight and stuff like that like like <laughs> how dare you like there was a boss fight that had spellcasters in it all of a sudden that would attack you during the boss fight and they, like th things like that were changed okay and then in scholar but that, that wasn't even scholar of the first sin that was then just scholar, one then scholar of the first sin came out a year later and they reshuffled both of those campaigns again so there's essentially four campaigns for Dark Souls 2. Okay, that seems worth it. But in Dark Souls 1 and 3 and Bloodborne and Demon Souls, when you beat the game and cycle around, it's just a normal new game plus. Everything's just harder. Just stuff scaled. Yeah. And you're higher level. Uh, and so, like, that was one way of justifying me buying the upgrade or the repurchase or whatever of Scholar of the First Sin is that, like, I liked the game enough that I would get the mileage out of getting a new version of or a remake. Getting campaign. two more campaigns, yeah. basically. But as yeah. far as I can tell, that's not happening. It's not. As far as I can tell, nothing's changing I can't at all. I mean, I'm I'm actually shocked. They're, that they're so not terrified of offending anyone that they're keeping the game exactly the okay. same. I want to preface this. Could you guys? Because people you, people think Dark Souls could is you, perfect. Could you guys stupid. stop doing that? <laughs> like, could you stop putting a game franchise up so fucking high into the clouds that the creators get so scared to just have fun? <laughs> Like seriously. Well, that's that's also a reason why I don't think it's anything that's going to change is because it's, it's not, not from bad. software. Yeah, it's but I'm, just like but I'm saying, Bandai Namco just like farmed out Dark Souls to be like re-released by some yeah. studio. But I'm like, saying, I mean, they could have still done the new game plus thing if they. I they mean, could have done all sorts of things, but yeah. as far as like everything I've looked at so far about the game is that amiibo support. It's going to have amiibo support on the on the on the Switch. Uh, it's going to have expanded multiplayer and dedicated servers. And what does that like even that. mean? Dedicated servers? Yeah. Are they going to be like, can everyone play with everyone? Can I play on the Switch? And like, I mean, like, it'll have dedicated server and that's not peer to peer. Gross. And then it'll be, because uh, all the other ones were peer to peer. That's the, how then, it should be because it stays there for and longer. And also, yeah, that's the, that's the issue. But also, so. yeah, so now eventually Dark Souls Remaster, that was the new release that came out seven years later, will have a lower, uh, shorter lifespan, possibly. Although that's still confusing because they, they shut down the servers for the, for the no for Demon Souls. Remember they shut down the world servers. Remember they shut it down so the worlds don't affect each other. So like when you do things, it doesn't affect the world or whatever that shit biz no, they, was. They, as I heard, as far as I can tell, they shut down the servers so that you can't do multiplayer anymore in Demon Souls. I think they may. I think they probably patched it so you can't do. Uh, my understanding is that in all these games they still is some kind of server that is involved that has to be up regardless even, it, if even if it is peer-to-peer -peer. if it's peer-to-peer -peer, then no it would just be one to the other i don't know that's how uh, that's, that's why it's halo so, it's really opaque that's how halo 2 survived because people just did like peer-to-peer -peer. people are like get off of halo 2 servers like never <laughs> never <laughs> they should, well, they, they, that was still shut down though well yeah but once it was shut down people, people just did. found a workaround yeah it was still there was a service that was shut down oh well, yeah it didn't work anymore well that's i mean that's that was different i'm sorry the point i'm making is that like you can you can still do unless they patch out the ability to do multiplayer you can still do it but <laughs> the uh but as far as I can tell, Demon Dark Souls Remaster is just going to be the same game, just same game, with the updated. same assets and everything, just in 1080 60. Yeah, which a lot like 
even a the lot same of, a assets. Lot of people figured out how to make the same. PC work version B 1080 60. So Not only like, that, they figured out a way. charging $40 for a patch that came out the month the game came out. They're, not only that, but the, the game, Seven like, years later. the patches, there's like 4K patches now for Dark Souls mm-hmm. 1, where they like, every people go in and like literally change the textures to be 4K. So I don't, like I I don't might, really know what the point of like an HD remake is if you're not going to beat out the people who are giving it out for free. I'm really confused that they're not like making any new assets or anything. Like, I mean, like not like redoing the visuals. I'll be honest. I'm glad that it's in 60 FPS so people don't get gypped out anymore. Yeah. But that's about it. For me, it's just like I... What's I mean, what's the point? I you know? might have not even bought it if it wasn't for the fact that I'll probably do a series on it just for the purpose of it. And yeah. people... Like, people want to see people it. People literally benefit me monetarily most likely to just make a series that's called dark souls remastered you'll, you'll probably you'll probably make on. yeah you'll make more money than the game actually costs people will be looking to, to watch a watch. dark souls remaster playthrough so i'll do which, it for that purpose which keith well, like, let's be honest you could have actually probably called any other dark souls playthrough dark souls remastered and no one would know the difference I did, that. did you valkyria chronicles was coming out on ps4 yeah and it was valkyria chronicles hd so I just played my PC version and I called it HD because it was already on PC. It had been been on PC for two yeah. years at that point. Yep. Which was HD. Yeah. So I just played the PC version and I called it HD. I didn't call it PS4 or anything. But yeah. The implication was that it was the implication was that people were getting to it by looking for the PS4 version, and it's like, yeah, it was. It's been in HD for years, guys. It's just what that's what 1080 means. Yeah. It's like. So I just did that. But I'll probably play the real remaster because uh, the uh, the patches led to mixed results on performance and things Uh-oh. happening in the game. So that that presumably would be ironed out. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am incredibly underwhelmed by the remaster and uh, all imagination that was captured by the idea of it first all, being all imagination. I'm mean, like like all the potential yeah. that you think of when the trailer first well, came out. Yeah, it's, you, just, it's just gone. You think of like oh, it's what just Dark do? Souls. It's, it's, just, it's just the same game, which is still playable. <laughs> I mean, it's just copy paste scale. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it. You just copy like, paste scale up. It's a good release if you're on the new consoles and you're like i want that game yeah it's the only dark souls game that's not on the new console yes i will say it it is nice that it's gonna be dark souls on ps4 and xbox one and because dark souls 2 was on last gen 2 but when when they made it's called the first sin that came out on next gen yeah so you the only missing part of the trilogy is the first game so porting it is fine yeah but all this hubbub about it being a remaster is mostly bullshit. I didn't know why they it's called it a remaster. It's basically just a port. Shouldn't it have just been called an HD remake? Not even. It's not even a remake. Well, you they know just what say I mean. they should have just said we're bringing Dark Souls to PS4. Or yeah, that works. Switch. Yeah, we're just porting it. Like porting it. Like you, like the way you would port like fucking all the games coming out on Switch. Basically, <laughs> like every Oops. everything on Switch yeah. is just another port. Like hey, look, Doom Captain Remastered. Captain Two. They didn't remaster Doom. They just put it on the Switch. Well, they had a dumbed down Switch. Doom. <laughs> but yeah. yes, I'm really underwhelmed by all that. Uh, so that's a bummer. Uh, but see. but there's another thing too, which is that one of the reasons I'm hesitant to play the Dark Souls Remaster is that I'm already airing your Dark Souls playthrough. Oh no. But there's another Dark Souls thing I want to do this year. Oh, no. And I'm like, do I want to do three Dark Souls playthroughs on my channel in one year? Uh, the answer is yes. Your audience will say yes. <laughs> 100% of the time. Because somebody's doing... Because you're talking about how like the mods always do what they don't do and stuff like that. Yeah. They're also doing that elsewhere, which is that there's Dark Souls 1. Dark Souls 1 has a patch, uh, a mod that keeps getting continually updated that someone's working on right now called 
Die More Edition. Or, uh, no, I think it's called Prepare to Die Again. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, Dark Souls, it was first it was just called Dark Souls, but and it, it came out on PC and it was called Prepare Dark Souls. To die Prepare edition, to Die Edition. Which meant die your PC, because your PC can't <laughs> handle it, because it so, crashes. So the new bot, the new, uh, the new uh, mod is Prepare to Die Again. Oh, good. And it's a Scholar of the First Sin style uh, campaign remix. Someone's going through and manually replacing so, these. Somebody who manually was, re- was redoing the enemy placements throughout the game to give it a new campaign. Is it just me? And, and I'm like, I'd rather play that than the remaster, because it's a new thing to do. Is that like, is it just just Miyazaki what is he <laughs> like just, just like, like bored yeah a mod of his own is he just like that bored uh, I it, it can't be like a real person right no one's sitting there and it's like not, dedicating it's that not, much it's time not weird it's it, not that weird to Keith, do that I fucking made manual love I made custom levels of, Dark, of Diablo 2 that game day, is long Dark Souls is a big ass game I'm not gonna replace any enemies it's, in that game it's not that big it is it's, it's not as far as RPGs go, it's not really very I mean, big. it's still a lot to replace enemies and like, change especially things. Especially when you're not struggling through it. Like, Keith, the you're not, it's, it's over and, like... It's not a drag-and-drop game, Keith. You don't just go, like, I want skeletons here. Like, yeah. you have to change code. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah, you gotta set stuff up. So but... this person's dedicating a lot of time yeah. for no monetary gain. Mm-hmm. So it's Miyazaki. It's like, let's just be real here. He's He doesn't need to get paid for it because he has Some a job. Some people just like a game enough that after seven years, like, I want to I want to play it more again. I mean, you could buy the sequels. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it's, for fuck's sake. I thought you liked the concept of mods. Now you're, like, talking no, I, shit about this passion. No, I, I like the concept of mods, but goddamn, get like, you need a family. Like, you need go, a family? Like, you can't be updating a seven-year-old game. No family. You can't be manually doing this. The There's, like, five parts of this question. Like talk about manga. Uh, yeah, that's asking talking? about comics. We already talked about comics. Actually, we like yeah, we talked about like yeah, like you talked about manga in the past. What do you think about comics? It's like I don't read comics. Uh, most of them. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't I, like manga or comics on average because most of them are like the mega comics that will I, never die. Yeah, and I'm not interested in that kind of fiction. I have a lot of uh, DC comics in my attic because I really like DC comics. I like I like, I, I um, hate superhero comics because I'm a broody. I'm a, <laughs> I don't like them at all. Yeah, as a kid, I was very broody, so I like the the darkness of DC comics. And then as I became uh, not as broody and became more just angry in general, got into I got Hulk into Spider Man and shit. Yeah, Marvel became interesting. And then I was like, you know what, superheroes are dumb. So I started reading The Boys, and that was my that was my best choice. Which... I just don't like superhero comics. I don't like how they're never going to go anywhere, and it's all about being a franchise, and to the point where, like, it's just a reoccurring thing that they'll reboot the universe. Like, they're doing it yeah. again already, even though they just did it. Well, they have to, Keith, because they write themselves into a block, or they need to, like, fit something in they forgot, and but, so like, they have to redo it. Like, every story can't even matter on its own merits if whenever anything gets fucked up collectively, they just have to reboot all of them. Well, look, if you don't have a black Superman, then you have this. to reset the whole universe. Like, <laughs> I, hate, I hate everything about the shitty corporate concept of how it's all handled. And people should just have a run, and then it can be over. That's what they. Like, that's, that's what they used to do. Like they had the Frank Miller Batman's, and then you, they wouldn't be canonical to any other Batman's. It's just a Frank. I mean, Frank Miller Batman had like Nazis. Like I, I Joker I just, literally. I, I just. Can't I think Joker was like in the infinite. I think like Joker was like Yakuza, and he had like a sidekick Harley Quinn that was like a giant fucking Russian girl who had like Nazi stickers over her nipples, and I was like, I don't know this Batman, but I'm yeah. all aboard. 
But and every time but that wasn't get, canonical. Every time I get explained what happens in any arc ever, basically, it so much of what superhero comics involves like massive grand gestures that are earth shattering changes yeah. to that particular world and then they just undo it like the next year. Well there's also like multiverses and fucking yada 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 and some or just like, massive bullshit moments of like Spider-Man making a deal with the devil and stuff like that to yeah. undo his marriage and bring someone back to life, basically. I don't. It's like, oh shit, that character's dead and Spider-Man's bored, boring when he's married. He'll make a deal with the devil to undo that other death and also destroy undo his the marriage. marriage part. Is like, fucking... Yeah. This, this is, all, these story, all these storytelling decisions are being made for the wrong reasons and also... These grand gestures are just fucking infuriating. Well, I mean, I think the other thing too is that like when they re- when they redo the universe, it's kind of a uh, it's a good excuse to go like now new people can jump in because we're starting over and you can join in and you could be a part of it. But the and problem the, is, but is also that just all the moments of like people dying, but not really. It's it's JK. It's weird. Didn't mean it. It's weird because you think of like say One Piece. You Listen, think you think Wolverine of, didn't actually die. He actually got warped into the prehistoric area where he was a caveman fighting dinosaurs, and he had to get all the way back through time. You mean Batman? That was Batman, wasn't it? Yeah. Shit. It makes more sense for it to be Wolverine because at least he could live that long, kind of maybe. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it was shit. Batman. Oh, caveman Batman. Or, <laughs> it was caveman Batman, and it was great. Uh, yeah. Um, the thing. The werewolf thing. Werewolf Captain America. I mean. <laughs> That's the thing too. Yeah, I found that page. You see me post it yeah, in Discord. I'm like, I did. I kind of want to read that. I, I saw you <laughs> I was post like, that. What? Yeah, yeah werewolf, <laughs> werewolf Captain America. There's also zombie and Mar- uh, zombie Avengers. There's a Captain lot of America them. of Hydra. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's Captain Hydra, but he won't be. He'll just be well, Captain America. I mean, there's also soon. there's also Captain Nazi. I mean, there's Captain Everything. Look, the point remains is that comics, uh, like, I, the point I'm trying to make is that look at One Piece, which is like almost 900 chapters, and you go like, yeah, I want to introduce someone, and the person goes like, I ain't going to fucking read 900 chapters, but you say, hey, how about you read Spider-Man? They go like, uh, where do I start? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. You do the, <laughs> you do the research, and you come back to me, and, and I'll tell you if you got the right one or not. They're not going to do that. They're going to look at this shit and go like, well, Spider-Man 1? Spider-Man 1 what? You're not, you're not talking about like... There was no Spider-Man 1, was there? Yeah, they're not talking about... I, yeah. Whenever you find out about some character, like, yes. he was uh, introduced in Detective Novels 36. Excuse me, there is no Spider-Man 1. There's, there's you know, the Fantastic Four with Spider-Man. Is that what you're talking about? Was he, and, from, was he from the Fantastic no, Four? No, I think... Uh, I think Spider-Man started... Oh that's what God. that's how it usually goes like this this character was first introduced in detective comics 36 and stuff like yeah, that yeah i like, think oh fuck how, no that? does that mean I, I have to read that one too to i know i know uh i know blackheart who was part of daredevil was introduced in the fantastic four first for me it's just the industry as a whole has such a blatant disrespect for its own storylines and characters that i can't take them seriously <laughs> so the best i can yeah. do is watch the derivative works that are adaptations of them that are like first of all filtering down to the shit that worked in many cases and skipping yeah. a lot of the bullshit. I mean, as much as people probably don't like the Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire stuff, it is like it's easier to follow. Like try going reading that a Spider-Man all... Spider-Man also, comic. That's not even necessarily true. People uh, often think that the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies are still like the best superhero movies. Oh, do movies. they? Yeah. I don't keep up with what those people are, say. Those are really well regarded. I, I think, except for the third one. I mean, that's I just remember a lot of people. Spider-Man Two was an X Two were like for a while they're like the best superhero. Movies. oh were they yeah i thought so but i didn't i didn't know what other people uh, thought people love x2 uh, i thought in people both cases they're like no the third one what they do i mean they're I, doing everything right 
like and that. then they didn't i don't know i kind of like spider-man where he had hair that was like elvis presley you know like all the way up to his fucking like to the sky what I, what I, who was that kid fuck. that was good spider-man that was insufferable i love that terrible Spider-Man. movie i loved how big his hair was <laughs> that was I, his hair was i love how yeah. he was this this ridiculously attractive nerd yeah or it was whatever. great but he wore glasses that means he's not tra- they're doing that with ready player one and i'm so mad in Ready Player One, he's just a fat slob that sits around playing video games all day in a trailer, and he doesn't go anywhere ever because life sucks because the post-apocalyptic I mean, that, society sounds like my life. nightmare and shit. Like he's just miserable. I'm a beautiful, I'm a beautiful nerd. He's just miserable and awful, and I everything just, sucks. Where's... And and, and, it, and it, there's actually a, a whole plot arc where he specifically programs a fitness thing into his game, into his Oasis thing, so that it will like force, force him. him to do exercise every day. And he has to meet quotas for weight loss and fitness. Otherwise, it'll, like, lock him out of the game for a week and stuff like that. Like, that's a whole part of the movie. I mean, the book. In the fucking movie, he's just some fucking model. And they put glasses on him to make him not. I don't know. Because that that's makes him nerdy or something. I lost my glasses. But I had glasses. And I could do that, too. <laughs> and they're just gone now. And they're just gone. I could <laughs> well, do that. Witness, witness Andrew's transformation in real time. Yeah. I could basically do that. Well, here. <laughs> Your whole voice just changes as you take the glasses on and up. Well, actually, <laughs> if I, just, I, I by would, the way, that well, actually is going to be what we get about the superhero discussion we had a moment ago. Well, like, actually, well, actually, was Mary Jane was <laughs> well, actually Spider Man was known to be quite handsome. Spider Man one thousand sixty five Ultimate Edition. <laughs> you got hit with a fucking attraction uh, ray. Well, like, the last, but like is? the dumbness of comics is seeping into the movies now. Which is a problem. Hasn't it always been since like Disney no, took over? The especially dumb part. Oh. And actually not Disney. Oh no. So one one of the things I'm looking forward to is I want Age of Ultron to happen mm-hmm. and I want Age of not Age of Ultron. I want uh the Infinity War to happen and yeah. I want them to kill someone. Jesus. And I want them to never come back. Uh Iron Man. Like I yeah, exactly. I want because Tony Stark's yeah. like that guy has been doing this for so many years now. I, it's like his like, contract has to be running out. I'm waiting for them to kill somebody and they never come aren't back. Aren't they just gonna kill all the Avengers? And they just I I just want I want deaths that are permanent and like permanent, permanent. Okay. Like unless they do like literally a reboot. Okay. And I mean like a real reboot. I mean, I think you're gonna get that. Like my point you're is probably. that like Toby Maguire versus Andrew Garfield was a reboot and that they're literally not the same universe at all. I thought they were gonna do that during Civil War with Captain America. That would have been the perfect opportunity to do it. When yeah. he's being like a traitor. Kill somebody off. Well yeah, because he's they being, almost he... killed off War Machine then just didn't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They didn't want him didn't want to make one of the heroes bad by having them kill somebody, even though it's the guy that no one cares about because it was Vision that did it. Hey, excuse you. No one cares about Vision. You can't kill He'll probably be dead in the next movie. He will be actually yeah, literally he ha- because he has to be you know because he's he's a character designed to die. It's well, built into his character. I mean, he's That's also all he can do. His character is also literally like the the plot point to the Infinity War. Yeah. So like you kind of have to die, bro. But I'm waiting for characters to die and then never, never come, come back, back in this universe. I mean, they will. Like maybe just... 20 years from now, Disney will literally like start over again. Keith, but they would my, never. My Disney is not is somebody. I, ne- I never want a movie where they resurrect someone. No, they won't. And like, um, like, actually, he didn't die, or we use this magic chamber to bring him back. Like, it's the last Resident Evil movie. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Like, Resident Evil, like five or six. To like, and we brought back Rain from the first movie. Remember when she died? She's back again. There's two of her. <laughs> There's, it's like I don't like every single character that died in the first movie came back in like the sixth movie because they were all clones. I'm like, I fuck. Fuck. I want to make a point, by the way. I think yeah. I think Umbrella Corp has probably the funniest HR department ever. <laughs> <laughs> like 
their HR department must fucking hate life. Or like people get cloned back into existence and are like, wait, do we got to reopen their payroll? Or like, how is this working? And it's like, no, no, don't worry about Ava well, Wong. We have like 20 of them. Most it's like, like a post-apocalyptic world where it doesn't matter anymore. I know, but you have to, it's still a functioning so company. No, they still so, get tax breaks. <laughs> one of the weird things is the movies make more sense than the games. I mean, I don't think the game's focal point was the story. Because <laughs> I, think, I think the game kind of just, like, added that last. So what happens naturally in the uh, movies is that, this, you know, the apocalypse happens. Y- yes. Zombies do What's, do that. As you became aware of over the course of playing Revelations and Six and seven with me yeah is that you became very aware of the fact that society is not falling apart no it's like the dead rising approach to yeah. to zombies where it's like which was not clear at the time like in dead rising it's like this place is zombie land but it's quarantine and we're gonna blow it up at the end of the game and like that keeps happening in dead rising okay so it's like okay so there's like weird isolated pockets yeah with how many zombie outbreaks keep happening in resident evil at some point you would think that the apocalypse was happening but it's still, it's, even this late in, it's, it's always still very, always a weird localized it's thing always contained. only there. And yeah. you're some jackass that goes there on purpose. I think it's... As opposed to just immediately blowing it up. Isn't it always that just that, uh... It's but like the, Umbrella Corporation, like, seals off the area yeah. the moment that they... Like, they, they somehow have walls. Like, they have a... they Like, but I guess... What I, like, what I liked about the movies is that... They don't, they don't bother. The second movie was Resident Evil 2 in that it's the city now instead of yeah. the Spencer Mansion and it's Outbreak. But whereas in Resident Evil 2, they supposedly successfully contain it. In the movie, they blatantly don't. And so it's the just, third movie is when they're like in like the... Post-apocalyptic like, world. Yeah, the third movie takes place in like a destroyed Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Like already. And that's the third of like six movies. Yeah. They kept, they kept going. Well, I mean, they're, they're like perfect schlock. Yeah. They're like 100% perfect schlock. Because you don't, I mean, you could have fun with it 100% and it doesn't offend you as a player of the game because it's so far away from the game. It's it's not even like comparable. And as somebody who doesn't know about the games, you're like, I don't even know what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is it? Like, why is there just some woman and why is there this thing? It's like, it's perfect. But, but my problem with the, but talking about the, like the stupidness of superhero yeah. comics getting into movies, we already had the Man of Steel movie. Uh, the Batman vs Superman thing, where where Superman dies, but not really. Right? I think specifically he did die, but no. they resurrected him. He, in they resurrected him in Justice League. Yeah. So like he's already back. Yeah. But I think they tease him being alive at well, the end I of Batman. I wouldn't say he's back. Have you seen that CGI on his lip? Well, that was. I, not... I literally haven't watched either movie because I, mean... I can't bring myself to. <laughs> I've I, I still have only seen Suicide Squad and and Man of Steel, and that was enough. Was it twice burned, man? Twice burned. Got out of the take, kitchen. You watch Wonder Woman I'm too. Just, I'm not going to put both hands on again. Wonder Woman was a, not a whole different league. Of, no, compared to how bad those were. It, I mean, it counted towards the goal of Justice League. But like, I mean, like it was in a whole different league as far as quality goes. Like, I guess it was an outlier, and that it was like it's fine. Whereas like the other ones were like, fuck, man. Like I, there's a special kind of dread I can get while watching a movie. Oh, okay. Where I'm just miserable and having a terrible time keith that sounds like and i even start to develop a headache and i just don't i'm like why would anyone even watch this and it's happened three times and two of them are dc movies that's a pretty consistent pattern the first time was a movie called priest which everyone's forgotten now but i got free tickets for it and i just walked in and watched it i think i think i yeah it was some movie about a bald guy in a post-apocalyptic world that was like some kind of priest in some kind of weird like you know dystopian future society thing where it's like 
it explains it in the movie, but if you don't care about the world, then you're going to not remember it long term. Okay. And it's just like, he's on a train for some reason fighting some dudes. It's like midpoint between Equilibrium and Mad Max or something like that. Sounds like a... It's, no, it's like a... It's, it's one like, of those completely dis, uh, disposable movies that everyone forgets about immediately. Sounds like Eli, but with action. Book of Eli? Yeah. I hated that movie. I mean, I... Yeah. I hate the twist, specifically. Like, Are you I, sure? Because that twist was pretty... I was blown away. I was on board for most of the movie, honestly, and the twist was so dumb. Like, you... Then why were you fighting the whole movie? So many people died because you're just an asshole. You had it memorized, you fuck, and you're killing people. You killed so many people for this book you had memorized the whole time. You could have fucking written it down again. I get it. It's like, it's yours and shit, but yeah. like every... So many people died. Okay. The whole movie hinged on you being so obsessive over that yeah. shit i think it would, it would have been kind of ah. i think it just would have been funnier to watch him burn it like the moment the moment someone showed up and it was like we're taking that book and he's like uh gone and the person's just like uh yeah i guess i go back to my employer and especially just- if he had to memorize the whole time he could have just burned it like you i can't let you have this all right so destroy it then you haven't memorized anyway I mean, the worst. That's, that makes way more sense. Were they going to fight you for it now? It's gone. I, I mean, like, what's like? What? There's so many better directions to go in that make that movie work better than what happened. And it's like, fuck. Could you imagine if he gets captured? It's like, fine, you memorized it, write it for us. And he goes like, okay, and he just writes dots. Yeah. <laughs> he just writes down dots the entire thing, but they're not raised. He just writes weird dots on the entire piece of paper, <laughs> and the people are like, this isn't the book I was looking for. And he's like, that's the book I felt. But it's like, but oh. When I watched Priest, I just just dread took over where yeah. i was like oh shit headache and this thing doesn't make unhappy. any sense and nothing's remotely entertaining about any of this and i'm like do i do i just leave because i'd never walked out of a theater before oh i still didn't but i was like should, should <laughs> I, I still did it but i've never a, considered it such more a patriot of like, like should i just should i just leave actually there's one more time i before that i considered leaving a theater was i was watching saw four i think with I'll, max i'll take your word for it and some saw usually there's some kind of story going on in a saw movie of some kind, there's like a connective tissue to it, okay. like something's yeah. happening. I mean, Psalm 1 was mostly, we're stuck in this room, why are we here, how do we get here, yeah, how I do mean, we escape, like, you know, the yeah. scenario's happening. We're, we're in a bathroom. But like Saw 3 or 4 or whatever just opens with like like five consecutive executions. And you're like, who no are these people? I don't the, care. Like, you don't know any of the characters and you don't know what the movie's even about. Yeah. And it just don't opens with know. that. And it's so like Max and, I, Max and I literally looked at each other like, if they do one more execution before anything happens, we're just going to leave. But then, they, but then the movie started. But I was like, it was like 15 minutes of just like that movie, just pointless gore. Jesus, that movie wrote on a very fine line with you guys. Like it sat there going, like, can I kill another person? It, it, or are they going to walk it, out? It, it was right there. It turned out to be technically serving a purpose because they were establishing the person who replaced Jigsaw makes unfair games that you can't win. Yeah. And it was that movie where there's oh, the person yeah. making the games yeah, where you yeah, can't yeah. win. And that, that was, was they were setting up. I think that was for. But they were doing it by showing. Not the problem is they, they did it the worst way possible, which is just marathoning. Yeah. Through. Yeah. And it's like, which is like, I'm like, this isn't even a movie. It's ter- it turns out that I it kind of really want to watch it's this. It's like a highlight reel where you're like, yeah. dun, 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 Which is what happened with Suicide Squad. Yeah. So like and when I watched Man of Steel, I was like, us oh, yeah. I was like, I was fine for a while. It was around the time the dad dies for no reason in the movie that I was like, the fuck is this movie? And then over then over time, it's like, wow, this game, this whole movie is just dark and gray 
and grim and there's no hint of heroism anywhere and it's just depressed all the time and it has no real sense of like how to characterize or, or tell a story or I really miss, go anywhere i miss smallville and I, I don't just i don't need to just have a wacky old time because like I, I like watching horror movies all the time it's fine but like this movie the movie just had nothing for me and then nothing to offer and it was so long and loud yeah. and dull like thump 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 loud explosion noises and just miser everyone's just miserable all the time and it's not going anywhere so i was like i, I should I just leave? But, like, fucking uh, Suicide Squad gave me a headache immediately. Because the fucking musical intros. Oh. And I'm like, it. it's like watching a fucking one-minute-long sizzle reel, like, trailer for a thing. Okay. But it, And it's blaring, and it's, like, playing this music at you, and it's like, hype, hype, hype. Like, I don't like watching trailers because trailers don't make sense. Yeah. Trailers are like... Um, panning shot and car crash and explosion and we will rock you which and is like, that's the point it's just noise the point is supposed to just be like oh that really got me excited yeah. what was that yeah but the whole intro of suicide squad is that non-stop for like 20 minutes and, uh, and yeah. i'm like i am fucking numb and i'm a person who liked sucker punch because you know what sucker punch was a movie where the the song would play and the act the anime style action sequence would happen yeah and it was set to the music and that was what it was for like five minutes, and that's because a scene I mean, was playing out. We're gonna watch an animator look. We're gonna watch a fucking girl with like pigtails, dressed in like an like a what looks like a Japanese uh, like high school uniform, getting the katana fight against the giant fucking samurai statue, and she's gonna like block the blow, and she's like carving through the floor and shit like yeah. that. Like it's like even that, even Sucker Punch was more coherent than fucking Suicide Squad because it was like a bunch of you know. It was action set pieces set to music. The whole movie, which is criticized for a lot of reasons that are mostly valid, at the very least, is a series of music videos that are fun to watch. <laughs> like, you could take each fight scene and put on YouTube, which people have. Oh, I'm sure there and is. And you can just watch that fight scene with that song set to music. Oh, yeah! It's a cover of Search and Destroy from Icky Pop and the Stooches, and they're fighting a dragon in a helicopter. Let's do this! Like, that's yeah. the whole movie. Is a bunch of scenes like that. It's... Fucking Suicide Squad is like 500 completely incomprehensible scenes sent to loud-ass music that has nothing to do with anything, and it's all the most obvious shit like fucking fortunate son is playing and symphony sympathy for the devil and a bunch of other bullshit like the most bo bottom it's like it's like when i watched percy jackson and they walked into a the they walked into a fucking casino and it played poker face uh, and then they went and then they then they're like we gotta go meet with the devil and they're walking going down the highway and they played highway to hell and i'm like you fuckers how dare you you remember you remember percy jackson you remember that brand of bullshit where they played poker face in the casino oh, and they went on the highway and played highway of that to hell and I'm like I'm like I hate you I hate you I hate you I hate okay I'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> I I love classic I love classic songs I love classic rock I love classic mm -hmm. a lot of stuff fuck you stop it leave it alone <laughs> Le put just let it die I I got so mad uh, Naya was telling me about that fucking new Jumanji movie and she was like oh at the end they played like Welcome to the Jungle I was like leave it alone let it die i'm so tired i don't i get the joke you want to make a joke fuck your joke just leave it alone i'm tired of that i'm so tired of old songs and you can call me a grump but like i i've just, lived songs are you being used for interesting reasons i've lived so long and i've heard those songs so much so that i'm and guess what it's not original you're not the first person to think welcome but, to the jungle would be funny in a jungle movie wanna, you're not the first that, that, what sucks i at least use but, the song for an interesting reason well yeah every now and then you hear a, like a 
classic song that's played because the lyrics actually like parallel the entire story of the so, movie and stuff like Armageddon. That. But a lot of the time, what people actually are doing is they just pick a song where the chorus features the word that is the setting of the yes. Thing. And it's Stop. Like, and times the song has nothing to do. I hate you with the, with the movie at all. I hate you so much because most most songs are metaphorical. Yeah. So the thing they say in like, the chorus usually isn't actually what the song is about anyway. Like okay, you don't you want to tell me? <laughs> Let me tell you what a good use of a song is. Aerosmith. I don't want to. Uh, don't want to close my eyes. Good song, right? Using Armageddon. I miss you, baby, and I and don't, don't want to miss a thing. thing. Okay. The point is, even is that when I close my no, eyes. no. It's even when I dream of you. Oh. The sweetest dream will never do because I still miss you, baby. <laughs> you know it, too. and I don't want. <laughs> I almost saw Aerosmith. We fell off a stage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was gonna see uh what is it? Uh my family got tickets to ZZ Top and wow. Aerosmith tour. Okay, well Z- like, I mean like, you sure, still, did whatever. you still get to see ZZ Top? Uh no, the tour got cancelled because uh, uh, uh Steve Tyler fell off a stage and hurt you himself. Fucking and they had asshole. To cancel the rest of the tour. I would be so mad. <laughs> At least let me see ZZ Top. Fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's so good. You can do that yeah. now. Your your voice hey, hey, hey. your voice is set up. Nah, not even close i'm not that talented the, but with air okay but the point i was <laughs> that's the talent line <laughs> yeah but the point i was trying to make is that in armageddon they play that song from aerosmith and the, the scene is happening and guess who's in that scene his daughter his daughter is in that movie and that makes sense Liv tyler Liv tyler it makes sense in the context it's a, it's a romantic song but it's a song by an artist whose daughter is playing the role wow that's really ingenious you're playing an old song with the daughter of the person but it also kind of fits the role because you know it's like going into space or whatever i don't think that was an old song i think that song was literally made for that movie it what doesn't matter the band is old <laughs> the band was old as fuck i mean but no matter point... what that's the how you get the instant pass is when yeah. the fucking song's made for the movie well yeah but i the Wake point, me up. <laughs> Save me. The point I'm making is that if you if you draw a connection like that, where you're saying like those factors more than just, hey, what is the fucking title of this just, scene? Can we just dwell for a second on the amazing coincidence and how fantastic it is that that song that we associate exclusively with trying to escape from bad media is made for a terrible movie because it was for the Daredevil movie. <laughs> It's like you watch that movie, like oh yeah, I forgot it (laughs) was. That's right. You're right. That is for that movie. (laughs) That she has like she has she has another. Who was it? No, it wasn't her. I think it was Paramore who made a song for Twilight. There's there's like so many. Very surprised. There's like so many. I remember seeing. I saw Paramore live, and that was a great time. Because they're, they're fun. She's fun as fuck, and they're she's fun. and Paramore is hot as fuck. But the <laughs> the problem was that like one, there's a lot of people at those concerts, and they did not have chairs. And two, you didn't like uh, the crowd of places were loud. I don't, Are you saying that nothing compares to a quiet evening alone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her songs didn't really make much sense in the context of a of a giant arena, like. I, I appreciate her music more alone, surprisingly. We had a Let's Play that started with us singing Paramore uh, well, at your apartment in Sacramento. We? Yeah. I can sing a lot of Paramore. We just kept singing Paramore at each other. I know, I know so much Paramore music. It might have uh, been Broforce. I'm not sure. <laughs> probably was Broforce. I don't know. It probably was something dumb. The point is, is that Paramore's great. Check her out. The, uh, <laughs> no, like at the, I, I, don't, I hate, I hate fucking concerts. I hate that shit. I hate, I hate being so fucking 
close to a bunch of people, even You've though been to one of the better ones I've been to. I've been to a lot of concerts. We went, we went to Cake. Yeah, they were like giving away a tree. <laughs> that was a weird, <laughs> that was a weird a Fucking tree. Like I was, I was thinking about concerts on the way here because I was like, and like, I've walked out of multiple concerts because like I was like, I I just have a headache now. Really? Like just the screeching and stuff. Like oh, that. you were at one of them that you uh, walked out on. Yeah, uh, you walked out first. Oh, did I? Uh, There's the Black Keys concert. Oh, the audio was just bad, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. It's like it was set, it was like ringing. Yeah, you were at the Arco Arena, which is now like Sleep Train Arena or something, which uh, sucks. It's like a cake song named after Arco Arena, and now it doesn't make sense. Although it's it an instrumental, so who cares? Also, most uh, of the signs still say like Arco Arena somewhere. They didn't yeah. get all of them, but like we, uh, <laughs> you could still we Google were it. Black Keys, and it was just screeching. Right? I'm like, I'm yeah, now I remember by... that. Which weirdly happened at the other Black Keys concert I was at, but it wasn't the Black Keys. Because I saw a concert that was uh, Black Keys... The, was it The Suns? I forgot who the other band was called the exactly. The Suns? No, the, wait, no, The Suns was at the different thing. Phoenix. It was Black Keys, Phoenix, Mike Hathaway, oh. Smashing Pumpkins. And wow, like, that is a lineup. It's a lineup. Holy it, it was shit. One of those, it was one of those things where it wasn't a tour, it was an event. Oh, so it was a one time. They, they all just, just got go together. To, go to that concert, yeah. that's the one time they're meeting up. Oh, that's that's and, even worse. And that's fucking... Well, I don't mean like an event as in like... It's, warp tour. It's not like a... Yeah, there's not, it's mean, not a party. Like, it was like it's a just, sponsored concert. Yeah. like Someone paid them a lot of money to get together. sponsored this concert, and this is a concert. Yeah. Uh, Four fantastic bands to see back to back. Like I had a great time seeing Black Keys followed by Phoenix followed by uh, Michael Grumman's followed yeah. by Smashing Pumpkins. Jesus! But then Smashing Pumpkins had bad audio. Excuse so me, I, I were we not using the, the same? End, I was just like, hey. were, were we not using the same audio for everybody? Like we were all there hyped to go there and stuff. We actually walked out. All of us collectively left really? before they finished their set because I'm like. It hurts. Wow. <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins hurts. Jesus. Turns out we didn't want to go for a ride. <laughs> Poor Smashing Pumpkins. I was hyped for a whole week. I made like a hybrid album of those alternating between My Chemical Romance and Smashing Pumpkins songs and handed that out just because there was people that didn't know both bands fully. And so it was just helping. What? There are but two bands you should definitely a, know. That was a good show. That was, that was a good oh, show. I, I would, that happened. I would bet it'd be a good show. That yeah, sounds like a good time. The connection between Black Keys concerts is they're the two concerts I've walked out of before they were full. They're done. both at Arco. No. No, the second one wasn't. No. The, so I went. That, the, the Smashing Pumpkins uh, one was first, and that's why I wanted to see Black Keys. Cause yeah. Because they only got to do a small set for that. Yeah, so but I where to see was a Black Keys concert? Where was the Smashing Pumpkins one at? Somewhere. Oh. I've never been there before or since. So it's not one of the places I know. Well, fuck that place. But I've, I've had some fun concerts though. Like yeah. I saw Cage the Elephant open for then Foo Fighters. It's <laughs> like so that was a good show. Oh wow! Yeah, so I got so I got to hear the one Cage the Element, Element, Elephant song I know, the one from from Borderlands, <laughs> and then I got to see a Foo Fighters concert. That's pretty good. It's <laughs> pretty. They, that No Rest for the Wicked song is fun to listen. What to. is? But their opening band was a mariachi band. <laughs> Uh, like a real mariachi it was band, like a mariachi or... rock band or something. Uh, it was just weird. Excuse so it was me, that band. Excuse that me, Cage the Elephant, then Foo Fighters. Mariachi rock band. Yeah. So like, weird. So there's some asshole using maracas, I, and there's also some asshole using maracas. like. They also had like an accordion, I think, at one point. Like, just weird shit was happening. But there's also a guy sitting there blasting it on like the drums. It was a weird one. I don't know about how I feel. It's like when I saw I saw Jane's Addiction and Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I saw Jane's Addiction and Nine Inch Nails together. 
which really are, which are a weird they're weird in a, in a way too because you think of them as being different eras they're different yeah i don't feel like what's they're weird is that they actually they're from the same years as each other but do they sound like well together uh they're fine like I mean, well, back to play, back they play after each other well anyway. yeah but you know what i mean like but you hear one and then go weirdly, to the next their opening band was street super social club which is tom morello okay no that's not so it was tom morello followed by mm. nine inch nails followed by jane's addiction what and I, I looked up the guitarist because Nine Inch Nails is, is always a bunch of. What's the connection? Like, you, like, know how, you know how Nine Inch Nails is Trent Reznor and they're just, oh, just a bunch of rotating musicians? Yeah, how did this happen? I looked up the people that were on the stage. The fucking guy on the stage was Buckethead. <laughs> the guitarist that was performing was Buckethead. I'm like, oh, huh. That's the guy that. What is this? Buckethead. What is this concert? He, 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 didn't he do the Power Rangers theme song? What is, this, what is this concert you went to? This concert sounds like a fucking travesty. <laughs> I also saw. Uh, was it uh, Sunny Day Real Estate who opened for Weezer who was opening for Blink 182? Oh my god. Those has been some fun concerts. I mean, I went to. But cake was fun. They put out, they gave it a tree, and then like yeah, they gave it. <laughs> they did. They did tell him he had to like take a picture of it every. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, we saw cake, like... and apparently the gimmick cake was doing is they would hand out a tree at their concerts. You're supposed to plant in, like your backyard or somewhere. It's and still on their photo- website. I you're think. supposed to photograph it and put it on the cake website. Yeah, and they're like, you all see this guy, you know him, right? <laughs> like if he doesn't do it, it's like that's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially because it was at a school. So yeah. it was a little uncomfortable that they went to a school and promoted violence. But when I talk about cake being the ideal experience, it's because like it was a much smaller room. It was. There was le- much less crowd, and the audio yeah. was good. The audio was the good. The audio was really good. Well, it's hard to fuck up an audio in an auditorium. Yeah, like it was because it was at the UC Davis yeah. like stage yeah. that they have. It's like, oh, this is the best way to see a band. It's it, just you're yeah. in like a college auditorium. The only, and the audio is just set up, and there's like eh, the only 300 that, people or yeah. something. The only thing that sucked was trying to smoke a cigarette there. Yeah, you sucked. kept trying to find places you were allowed yeah, to. Yeah, but it was like, like you had to go. both an indoor place and it's UC Davis. Yeah, so you had to like go outside in this weird side, but it sucked. I just remember going yeah. like, it's not worth having a cigarette, but it's I needed one badly. Because <laughs> uh, that was a lot of people. I think we like sat down. Mm-hmm. It felt like a school. Like if it, you could we, just, yeah, the, yeah the, there like were a, stands. You could go to the stands and sit yeah. down on them if you wanted. But there to. was, we, I think we just like sat against the floor, and there was like or against like a wall, a partition they set up. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like it felt like I was in a school auditorium. Like they were going to teach me about dare. I was like ready for. That's it. what it always feels like when you yeah. go to the auditorium. Yeah, I just but we were just both sitting down like mm-hmm. super casually. We had our shit next to us, and we like looked we were just like hanging out and having a good time, we were just hanging out at a yeah. school auditorium. Then, like, we, and is... then we recorded one of our podcasts about it way back then. We did, yeah, yeah, we did do that. That was weird for for the, original, was... the original sit and discuss. Yeah. yeah, this is the second time we've talked about this this particular concert on a podcast called Sit and Discuss. Hey, this audio is better though, so. <laughs> Stone. been six seven Stone. years and it's got video there was video then it was literally just a camera on a tripod that was pointing us in your back in your backyard Did we that talk was the about video the yeah yeah i guess it's true that was yeah. we, we did not have much of a setup back then no well we don't have what much of one now so back then sometimes a whole video would just be you with a selfie stick camera just going around your garage while three or four of us were just in there and we were just talking and that yeah. was the video i remember that i think i tried looking up someone's skirt <laughs> Fuck. I think it was, yeah. I don't know how we got here. Uh, from a question about comics. <laughs> uh, so, oh right, I was I was talking about like the talking about the stupidness of of comics getting into the movies. Yeah, which like then turned into a discussion about music. And so soundtracks. Marvel's not tarnished yet. 
Uh, and I just want them to avoid that. I don't think they will. I think once those contracts Because X-Men fucked up already. Did they? And DC fucked up already. Are you talking about the Phoenix thing? Just, I'm just, n- no. Oh. No. Oh, no. So, not not the Phoenix part. So They fucked up more. We talked about how Man of Steel fucked up in that Superman died and came back. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, especially since I'm pretty sure Superman is just going to come back as Superman and it's like nothing matters. Well, so, yeah. I'm cool with the resurrection of Phoenix as a concept in general because Jean Grey dies but then comes back, but it's because she's so powerful, but also she's not her anymore, and it's like it's all spinning out of control and it ultimately leads to her death anyway. Okay. Okay. And so, like, that, so my problem with X, X3 is not Phoenix. Okay. It's just that it's not a good movie. <laughs> oh. But, like, that's, that's, an, that's, like, the, that's, like, the one way you can do a resurrection is, like, that kind of shit happening. Well, there's like sufficient weight to it and it's also yeah. like the point of the movie is the resurrection itself yeah and also like there's cost assigned to it and like storytelling it's not just like it's not just them throwing their hands up and saying jk they're back but the problem is now they did that oh yeah because now they did days of future past which at the time i thought was a good uh x-men movie on its own but they used it as an excuse to retcon whatever they felt like didn't that didn't like about they the other movies like, yeah but then they also made a sequel that's still in the past which is also retconning stuff also, but they haven't even made a movie that takes place in the future yet that uses all those retcons they did. And now there's such a soup of movies yeah. that you literally can't tell what's true about any part of the X-Men universe anymore. Yeah. And then just to add that, Old Man Logan is like, this, none of it's real. Because <laughs> like, Old Man Logan is like, this fucking web, you read in your stupid comics. And it's like, I guess the idea is he takes place in a different universe, but like... Immediately, it's like the entire X-Men universe has just collapsed, and you well, can't tell I, what what is true in any of the movies. I thought, <clears throat> I thought Old Man Logan was like existing for the premise that basically, aren't they like running out of their license? Like, isn't Sony like getting close to their contracts running out? For I think they were. Uh, well, so X-Men is is Fox. The yeah, same people or that, Fox. Then. So so f- I'm saying people like, that have in, Fantastic Four. Yeah, but they also lost Deadpool, didn't they? Uh, I don't think they lost Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, Disney ma- owns Deadpool now. Are they now. currently making the se- sequel? Disney is. I'm not up to, up to date on the news. Yeah. I heard a podcast that vaguely alluded to the idea that maybe Disney has Wolverine now or something. I think I think that was why Old but Man I'm, Logan I'm, happened. I'm out of the cl- uh, the loop on that. My understanding I, of why Old Man Lo- Logan happened at the time was because of the fact that, that, that uh, Hugh Jackman was done. Yeah. Like, the actor's done. So he's like, let's make... I, but, I, but he wanted to make Old Man Logan. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, like, it's a send-off for both him and yeah. Picard. Well, because like he, it's it, he said he wanted to do Old Man Logan, just like how Mark Hamill said he wanted to do the Killing Joke. Oh yeah. Like sometimes people will call out, like I'm not, I'm done with this role, or I'm like I'm getting tired of this role, but, but I'd like to do that where, specific yeah, storyline. This line. is where it ends. So they <laughs> did Old Man Logan, but not really, because yeah. <laughs> it's really not Old Man Logan. No, it's the only thing that's accurate is that he's an old man that's, and, that's and he's worse Logan. and he's worse at healing. Like it's Wolverine in the future that heals less well. But nothing else is similar because yeah. in the comic, it's a post-apocalyptic society where all of the villains defeated all of the heroes and and they just carved up the world into a bunch of territories like Mad Max. And so yeah. it takes place in California, which is Hulk territory because the, there's a whole Hulk, inbred Hulk family now. Yeah. And they're just all over the place. And at one point, fucking Hulk even swallows Logan whole and like all this other shit. They're like, how would you even film these things? Uh, so instead they just made a completely different story that has a different setting and a different premise and a different everything. Then they just called it the same thing. That's fine. It's Hollywood. They do what it's they just, want. It's not even an adaptation. It's just not the story. <laughs> yeah. It's not. 
but uh i think i want to say that all the x-men are like their time is ticking out i think disney's gonna own them again it might be and i think they're kind of rushing to kind of like uh let's just make what we can to get money before disney owns the fucking which is like such a double-edged sword of like yay now we've got it set up so that all right now the marvel universe isn't all fractured and fucked up over all these different properties but then you're like but now disney has everything now Disney. disney owns all entertainment forever like, just wait till Disney fucking owns WB. Like, they just get the fucking DC credit somehow. I don't think that would be okay. <laughs> I just feel like, at some point, like, like they have Star Wars. I mean... And they have Pixar. And they have Marvel. At some point, like, it's the like, government will step in. Like, it has to. Can you step in when it's literally just you owning a bunch of fictional properties? He, they literally own the, almost the media. I know, it's scary. I mean... They own so much shit Disney now, doesn't it's, stop it's at movies, by the way. Disney also owns television Can't shows. Can't wait for when Disney owns One Piece. <laughs> They're just gonna start I mean, buying all the anime who, shows next. Who was it that, uh... Well, Disney could buy... Does Cr- Disney own Funimation yet? <laughs> no, Crunchyroll does. <laughs> Crunchyroll? Do they own... See, Disney just needs to own Crunchyroll next. They'll just... It might be next. It could be. They're always buying another oh, thing. Well, Disney member Disney already this owns like, uh, Disney already owns Miyazaki films. Yeah. So for like the longest time, it's it's easy to be all like, I can't wait for when Spider Man and Fantastic Four and X Men all exist in the same universe as the Avengers. But at the same time, you're like, fuck, the all of entertainment's going to become a Disney sludge. Ugh. Hey, look. At least at, shit. At least Marvel movies don't have musical cues. Except that one. Except the uh, Guardians movies. That's different. That's not musical cues. It's more of ooh, child. That's just <laughs> things are gonna get easier. It's called pandering. Uh, that was the climax of the movie. It was. Ooh, but Chaka. I fucking I I am not a big fan of Guardian movies. I really like both those movies. I I can see why people like them. That's the paradox here is that everyone's there's, there's a bunch of people that are currently getting uncomfortable with the Disney takeover, but simultaneously still really like a lot of the movies. I mean, Disney doesn't. They're not churning out shit. Yeah. They're just uh, yeah. Also, they just also own everything that's churned out every year yeah. like if you and go to the if, thing is they, they find things that are good and they take them i don't think i'm trying to think <laughs> and like, they're like keep making the good thing but now i own you <laughs> there's at least like three disney movies per year more more there's like two, there, there? There, there on average there's like two or three marvel movies per year oh shit. plus plus a star wars movie plus a disney movie plus a pixar movie no there's not a pixar movie every year there's a Pixar movie every year is and a there? Disney movie every year. I thought there wasn't a Pixar yeah. movie. I thought Pixar took a they break. They both for a separately while. make a movie every year on top of there being like a Disney Earth movie and stuff like that, like the nature documentary movies. And there's like two or three, I think there's usually like two live action Disney movies. How do I become CEO of Like, Disney? wasn't, isn't We Bought a Zoo like a Disney movie? And like oh, Pete's no. Dragon, isn't that a Disney movie? Like, I think a lot of live action movies every year. Are Disney. Uh, they're doing all these Disney movies. Well, first of all, Pirates is a Disney movie. But uh, so like oh, they right. keep making other they keep making other theme park based movies now oh like tomorrowland came yeah, out like last year and then this year the oprah winfrey movie came out that i think is a some sort of children's thing that i, I think i assume it was disney too i don't what i don't keep my finger on the pulse here but there's a lot of disney movies an oprah every winfrey year. disney movie it was some i i mean what is that what I've is an oprah tri- winfrey movie? no it's I, it just has her in it it's not about her oh okay there's some that makes more sense it's like a children's book that got adapted into a movie like it's in theaters right now okay oprah's one of the actors in it but that's all i remember can she act she doesn't she's in movies a lot is she yeah i thought wait are you mixing up oprah winfrey with uh she's in she's in movies like she was uh like was it uh fuck 
wasn't Oprah Winfrey in Roots? I don't know. Along with every black actor ever, basically, has, was in Roots. Racist. I don't know. It's about black people. That's. Do you know what Roots is? No. Oh, it's a movie about slavery. Sounds boring. Like, and it had everyone in it. Like, it had fucking... Uh, everyone in it. I, I can't imagine clamoring. It had a reading be... rainbow in it. <laughs> <laughs> LeVar Burton, right? Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. The he was, even he was in the roots. Yeah. Isn't, isn't he the guy that gets whipped in the scene where they're like, they're, they're like say your name, and he keeps saying his, his African I, name? What, he keeps they saying keep whipping rainbow? No. <laughs> Butterfly in the it's sky. It's like the, the most quoted scene. Take a look. It's in a book. Ow, reading this rainbow. This, this conversation's not offensive. Shut up. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. You should probably... Are you gonna... Oh, what was the last question? Th- uh... What do you think? Yeah, oh, wow. We're already at two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah he's, he's asked, what do you think made you like Morrowind so much in comparison to Skyrim? Did you play Skyrim on your channel? Uh, I played it off camera a few times and oh. always stop immediately because yeah. it's boring. It is boring. Yeah. Uh, the answer is everything. Morrowind's more engaging. It's interesting. It's a world you want to actually explore. Skyrim is very like not interesting. It's very boring. You you know everything the moment you get out and you're like, oh, Morrowind is an rpg <laughs> morwin's great morwin's Sky- probably probably my favorite in the franchise honestly the last time bethesda published an rpg as far as i can tell was new vegas and then they just stopped uh probably and then they made yeah. skyrim and fallout 4 and they're just they're just not rpgs i mean they don't need to make they're rpgs just, just anymore. not like you know? it's, it's an rpg franchise and it's a sequel to it in both cases and they just stopped being RPGs. They became a flat map where you just do tasks forever, like you're playing WoW. Yeah. So you go there and go there and go there and do the task over and they, over again. Yeah. And the closest thing to role playing they have is that both games, I think, have a faction system where you can side with a faction. Yeah. And that's like essentially the only decision you can really realistically make the whole game. I want to say, uh, they became and more. I, they became more like open world experiences. Yeah, they're they're like they wanted to tone back on the decisions and the RPG aspects, and they just wanted to be like explore, just go around, explore, and have I, fun. But I get so bored with the setting because the setting is yeah. like a homogenous sludge that's like too big, but it's, also too similar. It's a lot supposed of time, to be. It's I supposed just... to be like entertaining, but the problem is they don't make it unique. Yeah, like not. You can go to any zone in Fallout Four, and it doesn't feel like whoa. I'm in a hole. like Fallout Three was different. You go. You can go from like the entrance of the cave, and you'll remember that versus going all the way down to where like the tree with the faces on it, <laughs> and going to like you remember a lot of stuff in or, Fallout Four. Or you go find Vegas. Three Dog, or the the weird the the top right corner like water city that's like yeah. a big mess, and this guy is asking for drugs outside and shit. Exactly. And there's like a whole inside market in this like destroyed uh, this ship. Fallout, it was a ship, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fallout 3, you remember. There's a lot of uh, shit I remember in Fallout, Fallout 3. Fallout 4, I don't remember shit. No, I remember a I th- shit. I think I played Fallout 4 for longer, too. There's like a pirate was a long series. That was the only one I remember because it was all by robots. And I thought it was hilarious that they were just like, me mateys, get her. I mean, so much of Fallout 4 was interchangeable sludge because any particular. Like, one of the worst things I realized about that game was that whenever you get to any particular building, 
the enemies are randomized. Yes. Like it could be super mutants or it could be or ghouls could or it could ghouls. be ra- raiders or whatever. It's yeah. like, wow, that's how little the world matters is that there's not even consistency there's, to like who's in a place. That was a thing. Like three had territories. Yeah. Like you could go to the super mutant territory and you could see like a there was fuck chunks ton of the map that had different feels like yeah. that's, that's where you'll find death that's, claws. Don't go where, that yeah, way. That is where the death don't claws are. Don't go to the death claw that, place. Don't it's go bad. <laughs> I remember that. I learned that lesson very Whereas quickly. I'm, by the time I played four, I'm pretty sure the death claws could kind of just they be anywhere. Just show up. They would be. I remember I went into a building, walked outside. No locations outside. matter. Nothing matters no. anywhere. It doesn't matter well, what you find anywhere because everywhere you go, you're just going to get more yeah. stuff to add to your pool of remember, resources. That's the of thing. Adhesive. That's the shit. thing. The whole point of the game was to build a better city. So but the building was was shit. Well, yeah, but it didn't matter what you what the you world was like. You could make a giant like. floating room that no one could ever reach and put all the beds in that, and they were fine. Yeah, it was like SimCity 2013 building where nothing mattered. <laughs> It's just nothing. It was awful. Yeah, it and was. Like, but also, like I, I'm inherently less interested in Bethesda's forms of RPGs anyway because I like the, I like Bioware's approach to RPGs or the standard CRPG approach to RPGs, which is to have like a party of characters that have developing yeah. storylines and personalities. Yeah, being alone, I, being alone I wanna, is always yeah. fun. I want to spend time with people. Yeah, and generally speaking, most well, of Bethesda I mean, games. Uh, either have you totally alone all the time or they give you a sidekick that is basically like being alone yeah <laughs> like there's no development like a dog the only game i've ever played by bethesda that has developed side characters that you wander around with you is four yeah but even then it was kind of just nick it's like you made a character bethesda all right yeah cool i mean i i think you like the you like the journey like you know the lord of the rings style kind of uh like experience where it's like there's a quest and there's i like multiple i like people story arcs and character motivations and, yeah and also i like it's, it's i like more condensed stuff okay and i like i like an area to be focused yeah so like i like my favorite one of my favorite rpg settings is novaria Okay. You get to Novaria yeah. in Mass Effect 1, and it's all about how corporations run this particular ice rock, and it's too far away from anyone to really regulate anything, but you're just trying to get through their, all their fucking bureaucracy to get to yeah. whatever the fuck Saren and Benezier are doing, but <laughs> yeah. you can't get access to the They're, door, and like, yeah. so you're like, oh, this guy's like, can you smuggle goods in for me? And this person, or you can like, this person's like, I think this guy's up to no good, and I want you to help me bust him, yeah. and you're like, I'm a turn in the red dress lady. <laughs> like, you could just do, you can go in 500 different directions, yeah. but all the world, all the quests there are themed into a specific setting and how that setting works and they all complement each other because they expand the story of each other by just being related to each other yeah and that's good story that is that's what i want from an rpg that's how it should be yeah most of the time in bethesda games every quest is like a 10 minute task that never comes up again and doesn't feel related to anything else and you just move on and it's just like it just feels like it just feels like an endless amount of disposable content, which is what the newest RPGs by Bioware feel like because they're so much worse. Yeah. And, specific, and specifically they, Andromeda. Yeah. It's like, it feels like they made a giant open area where anyone on the staff could just, in a vacuum, make a quest and just plop it in there. I think that's the goal. I, I think, think the that's, goal, yeah. The goal is to be so much more, like a lot less time dedicated they, to it. They made them lot. easier to make I mean, and made God them sake, fe- but there's Skyrim, no oversight. Like Skyrim's been added to every console yeah. since like it came out on the 360. Gross. And yeah, have, there's like 20, there's like 15 ports of it at this yeah, point. Yeah, and you have to imagine like, why. The, the joke's always like it's going to be running your fridge next. Yeah, because it's so easy to port. Because yeah. there's no oversight you have to worry about. You don't have to worry about like specific advancements in certain yeah. areas. You don't have to worry about a team being like, all right, guys, it did the dungeon like you got to make sure that this area is like there's like who fucking cares just mm-hmm. wrap it all and throw if something doesn't work you can just auto generate that shit like half the fucking stuff in skyrim is auto generated 
and it's like yeah. well what do you do you know at some point bethesda's like, just copping out like they're just pumping out a like a, a slew it's like someone someone drew a map and they're like and click and then the game just builds itself for them and someone just goes like hey fred could you come in and put the monsters down and fred just goes like random monster here random monster there random monster there and it's like and no one will tell the difference no mm. and it's sad because more when you can every when you play more when it has so much love in it you could see every mm-hmm. like little you walk into like a town and you go left a couple of times and you see this like a small little door Number one google search for more when where is caius cosades <laughs> that's true by the way it is you type Morrowind in and it auto completes to where is caius cosades <laughs> Morrowind has a lot of problems with it but one of the best things no, about- i don't think that's a problem that's a that's a perk for me no i is know. that it expects but- you to understand and learn its setting so well that the first quest <laughs> is that it gives you street directions on how to find Caius yeah. Crusades and you're supposed to just get you there. You just have to get there. And I love that the yeah. quest log is a journal that's yeah. written in chronologically and you can page through it and stuff like that and like you flip back 30 pages the last time you did this yeah. quest and stuff or it like, has, a, has search features and shit. Morwind is a lot of love and a lot of enjoyment. I, I think I personally love Morwind. I hate RPGs. Yeah. I beat Morwind I think twice. One is one is a Khajiit and it's one is an orc. Game. It's a good game. There's a lot of cool little details there. I uh, wish those flies. Stayed. I still wish it had characters. <laughs> I mean, in a way that Bethesda games, yeah, Fortune just don't, which is a bummer. I just I want characters I care about that develop and do things and not just be uh, this weird lone wanderer that's the only person that exists and yeah like, and then and no one i, I mean that does, that not involved in anyone i think i think a lot of that comes from just them fi- them having making it easier on yeah. themselves i think having a group would have been a lot harder for them to do especially on the scale of more i want a preacher that's like jensen 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 you didn't do a good job at the hacking jensen like i, just, I want to, i want someone i want <laughs> I just someone want people i just want some people they can it's, hate me they can not like so me sad. so many things can happen it's nice i just want people like you play through a deus ex game and you're out you're out alone doing stealth missions but there's like three people on a rotating cast that'll talk to you on the comms and you're like ah oh, that guy yeah, yeah. and then maybe they'll be threatened at some point and you're like oh shit i gotta save that person because my my pilot it, i like that's the thing that happens in deus ex uh human revolution is that your pilot that's taking you everywhere through yeah. the game? You get to the climax, and it's like there's a crash and a bunch of people attacking, and you have to like you have to nail that scenario within a time limit, or she dies canonically for good. <laughs> like that that's like that can't happen in Morrowind. No, there's a well, there's a hundred scenarios in Morrowind where it's like, oh, here's a quest that person could die here, and I'm like, all right. I remember it wasn't, that <laughs> wasn't that a problem in Oblivion? Like was oh, that everyone was on their own and like all the NPCs kind of like had things to do but sometimes the things to do actually like could fuck over a quest because yeah like, characters could die in the simulation yeah but the, my, but my no my point is the simulation I, is point, that's like well like the world simulation I know, can, can kill people i'm just thinking like medieval my, times someone but, goes like is this all a simulation <laughs> like i'm cool with people dying i'm yeah. not cool with not caring ah uh, you care about your pilot dying, like whether she dies or not, in Human Revolution. Hey, look, I care a lot about the lives of all those Morwind citizens. <laughs> but like, it's like it's a fucking carbon copy of another dude that's walking around a bit, and yeah. maybe he'll tell you to kill some rats in his basement. I guess it's like, oh no, look, he died. I'm like, look, all right, that sure. quest is good. You go upstairs. She has an attic. You go in the attic. You kill some rats. You come downstairs. She goes, oh no, there's more rats in the pantry, and you go in the pantry. <laughs> there's more rats in the pantry. You go in the pantry. You kill more rats. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Go get the rats in the pantry. Eh, eh. 
and then you're like level three and you're panicking because these rats are like the size of you and <laughs> you're like trying to kill them and you do and then she gives you like nothing in return she gives you like i think a gold piece i don't i think she gives you like jack shit like even oblivion had like the main story had like the heir to the throne as a yeah. recurring character so you had like there's a dude you had somebody that you, had, you could invest in in some way i mean you could <laughs> but like uh, like I, I've played hours of Skyrim, and every single time I'm like, I haven't even met a character I could tell you like a personality trait of yet. My horse, and they're like, go up the mountain so old men can chant at you, and I'm like, oh. my horse has personality in that game, but that's gray. I think I had a mod. Yeah, I had a mod that made my horse uh, Tommy Wazow. Like for me, like so, something has to hook me. Dragons, be- because the gameplay won't. Oh, because the gameplay of well, uh... the gameplay of Elder Scrolls games is uh excuse you it's also like that's what the combat looks like it's also right click you just like you gotta blow, you gotta blow air at people like <laughs> in morrowind it's because you have like a one percent chance of hitting and in later and in later uh elder scrolls games it's because it's just the game is so fucking loose and not fun yeah but like even in skyrim like all those years later you just like it feels like you're fl- you're flinging a piece of paper through the wind and that's you hitting an enemy like it's nothing. It's nothing like Dark Souls, which came no. out the same year, by the way. Uh, we okay. were talking about these 2001 games, but like in Dark Souls, you hit a dude, and it's like fucking hit that dude. And you're like locking onto him, and you're dodging. Like I mean, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, like way. Skyrim, never had a chance because it came out like a, within a month of Dark Souls, and I played Dark Souls, and I'm like, look at this engaging combat. You're like locking onto the dude, and you're like, oh, you dodge that attack, and you're managing the stamina, and there's all this shit going on, and in, and in and Morrowind and Elder Scrolls games, it's just. I mean, just it's like slapping people. Dark Souls also gave you everything you wanted, which was it had it was an RPG to its set, like to a core. It was an actual RPG. Like, Not I, only that, it had characters that came yeah. back. You saw multiple characters that would come back and you would learn about them and personality wise. Yeah, world, it's a small cast of yeah. like 10 characters that are reoccurring. The, the world arcs. is like, yeah. Whether, no matter your opinion of Dark Souls, you like Onion Man. Onion Man's awesome. And Solaire. Like, they're like, yeah, look at those guys. So I'm, yeah, Solaire's great. You too. like those dudes, even though you don't like the game, because, like, look, characters. There's a character in an RPG. They I like made them. I mean, characters. Onion Man felt. I was kind of mad at Onion Man because oh. he was always. I don't know how he got to where he did. Huh. Fuck that guy. Oh, oh, yeah, you're here. How do you do? But Solaire's great. I seem to have found my way into a pickle. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I don't know how you even got here. How'd you get in this window? Yeah. It took I had me... to get through all these archers and shit. Yeah, it, took <laughs> it took me like 12 tries. Yeah, I was like, you can't take that dude? <laughs> I walked in there and killed him. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Those archers took more effort than this fucking guy in this bedroom. How did you even get here? Onion Man. Uh, like each game needs something to me to latch onto. Uh, Oblivion had an advantage in that I was relatively new to RPGs in general. Like I think my first Western RPG was Kotor. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. I don't think I played a single one till then. That's pretty impressive. And I mean like Western RPG guys and like dialogue-driven, story-based level of a character. Like yeah. I played Diablo. I mean, where you just click, it's a clicker. I wouldn't call that an <laughs> it RPG. It feels like a, that's what I mean when I say, yeah. like, when I say proper Western yeah. RPG. I grew up playing JRPGs. Morrowind was my first one. Because JRPGs were the hot shit everyone freaked out about in the 90s. Like, it's like, look at the Final Fantasy game. Oh, look at this thing. Like, yeah. the, those were those were hype. And people were. Know. Those. People uh, liked JRPGs back then a lot. I, they did. To the point where they I, talk about, they were, people yeah. were way more likely to talk about Final Fantasy X than, and like, they, Baldur's Gate. Yeah. So I didn't even hear about Baldur's Gate until I, like until I was like twenty. <laughs> I just didn't I, I think it was uh I think for me the problem was growing up, I didn't like to play RPGs yeah. on uh PS on PS one. 
mm-hmm. or like any of my old consoles. I didn't... Oh, yeah, JRPGs are also way more old console yeah. friendly than, than Western RPGs are. Yes, and Western so... RPGs are really mechanically intensive, where JRPGs were often turn-based combat. Yeah, you just come up with quick time events so, like Legend of Dragoon. It was it was really boring, so I never played them. But mm-hmm. like when PC came out, I was like, I'll play an RPG, and yeah. I played Morrowind, and so I was like, oh, I could get into this. And then you but, get sucked in. Yeah, but like people like my like Celo would play Final Fantasy, and I'd be like, I this game's boring. It bores mm-hmm. the fuck out of me. I can't stand to watch it. Like, and nowadays, I don't know what my opinion would be of uh, Oblivion because I can't recreate the experience or yeah. like know really. But like, I played it when it was brand new. Patreon. I'd only been playing Western RPGs for a few years at that point, and I yeah. was like, "This is crazy! Look how big this is, and you can go everywhere." And <laughs> I tried was, Morrowind after that. It was big. I was so hooked to it that I tried Morrowind. And I'm like. His hair looks like a clump of melted crayon, <laughs> so I kind of bounced off that pretty quickly and went really? back to Oblivion. And I, I beat Oblivion twice, I think. I, I, got, I got every achievement on the 360. Like, I was, was all in. Fucking damn. So I was like, okay, Skyrim, let's do this when it came out. But it came out at the same time as, as, uh, Dark, Souls. as Dark Souls. And I'd been more experienced with a bunch of RPGs at that point. I played all the Mass Effect games at that point. Right. And, like, all, this, all these things yeah. had happened in the, in the interim and the Dragon Age and, like, all these things. I'd played Jade Empire. <laughs> And so I go, I play Skyrim, and I'm like, Empire. I play Skyrim, like, okay, the gameplay sucks, the characters suck, the world's gray. I'm like, there's nothing. I need a thing to like. Dragons. I need a thing to like. Do you like dragons? Dragons suck. Dragons the most boring thing in all of fantasy. I hate dragons. I would beg to differ. I love dragons. I can, I can can get, I can deal with dragons in games. It's fine. They don't make, they don't ruin a game. But all these games that have fucking like dragon boners where they put dragon in the name of half these games dragon and they call Stogman. you a dragon man and shit like that you're the dragon born and we're gonna play dragon age and so all these dragon things i'm always constant like i don't care about the dragon dragons are cool like, sure maybe we'll fight a dragon at some point it's not why i'm here it's like telling me like you're gonna be a dragon man i'm like whatever there's a fucking gray wolf again you don't want to be a you want to be a lizard can't man wait to slowly walk up the side of the snowy hill while a bandit and two wolves attack me again yeah and i'm like where am i going and why and who, just, why should i care he's like why please i guess stop. i was a prisoner and i met some dude that was at a place and went somewhere else and there's some more caves that are gray and i'm like where am i going and who is anyone and why am i doing this yeah none of it was intriguing none of it i never I, like it's the most uninteresting thing i've ever played by bethesda Okay. I hate Skyrim. Well, that answers that question, sir. Whereas Morrowind, uh, you're like, fucking Mushroom Town. These buildings are made of mushrooms. Yes. And I'm learning commute routes, and I go on a silt strike. Commute yeah, routes. Yeah, because the silt striders join these towns together, yeah. but the teleporters join those towns together, and like just getting around that game is interesting. Oh, yeah. Like, I love Morrowind. Yeah. I won't. I won't. Morrowind's fucking crazy. Yeah, Morrowind's great. So, play Morrowind. Skip Skyrim. But I don't. But none of them are my preference. I'd rather play an 0451 game. Okay. Well, there you go. I want to play systems-driven things like, like a Deus Ex. Ah, uh, yeah. That kind of stuff where just shit can happen. Yeah, shit can happen. It's like, like where they give you a vague objective and there's like a thousand ways to accomplish it. Yeah. Including like. Yeah. Like, how are you gonna kill that guy? I'm gonna tell that guy that he's cheating on his wife, <laughs> and then like it just murders him, or like all the shit that can happen in prey. It just murders him. Or like just like all the shit that can happen in prey and stuff yeah. like that. Prey. That, that's a... all that. There's so much cool shit in those kinds of systems-driven yeah. games, and that's what I like. I kind of like until that. they're badly done, like Kingdom Come Deliverance. E- well, they updated it recently, so did I tell you what happened in that game? Yeah, you told. I mean, I think you spent like the last podcast talking about how uh, not okay it was. Well, did, did I tell you about the witches? The witches? No. 
there's three witches. Not really witches. They're just like taking drugs, basically. And they get attacked. Oh, okay. They get attacked. For, they get attacked for being witches while you're there. And so yes. you gotta defend them. I'm like fighting them with a sword. I'm gonna stab you, witch killer people. And in the middle of the fight, because I was like circling backwards while fighting them, because they're charging yeah. me. Because that's what you do when two people are attacking you at once. Is you constantly walk backwards so that yes. they can't actually crush you. Yeah. I tripped a, an invisible scripting tripwire, and so I failed. And the way the way the game the way the game manifested failing was that uh, it brought up like the waiting screen that happens in these kinds of games, uh, like the time traveling yeah. screen that always okay. happens. Where usually, like a thing's rotating or whatever. Yeah, it skipped forward six hours, and then I just and I'm there in the morning, and there's just all the all three women are just dead around the campfire, and the guys that were killing them are just gone, and I'm like, what? So it's like an invisible tripwire happened where like I just went into a coma for six hours and the guys that were literally in the process of being stabbed by me just kind of decided not to kill me, I guess. And they killed all the women and then left. And like that's so that's not so that's not like, how the deus ex style thing works. So that's, they got that's a bad. They got too close to the women or what was I, the... I stepped backwards away from the campfire too much. So it, th- it just assumed I fled basically. Uh, but I was literally fighting them. The game wasn't smart enough to take account for whether or not you're in combat as being the trigger yeah it took it as like where you're standing right now in a game where mobility is clearly incentivized because it has a stamina system and every game with stamina circling your enemy and controlling the distance between you is how you control how much stamina you get no back keith no you need to just go mm. ham just i was i was not happy i mean it's been a fun game for you so far so you know oh, it's fun for me for the other reason because the switch flips and you're like all right let's just fucking have at it fucking this switch of yours man you have it too. It's I, just usually set to that one. It's usually already flipped. <laughs> but we, there's a, the, we do a type of YouTube content where we're like, let's just have at it, <laughs> as opposed to like I'm doing this because I think it's great. Yeah, mine's <laughs> always. We can, we can just have fun with that. I wish I could just have fun. Yeah, I have fun with bad things too. See you guys next time. Bye. We, just, we got through like two questions, although one of them was like seven questions. One of them had like too many questions. Some, these people ask a lot of questions. It's fine. Send us questions. Send us more questions. Send us questions to sit and discuss podcast. At G- was it? Uh, sit, sit and discuss. Yep, it's sit and discuss podcast at gmail.com. Next time, Andrew's voice will have been rested, maybe. It will be, and I will sound better. We'll get to zero escape, we promise. Never. You're just going to break your voice every week out of yes, protest? Yes. Good idea, Keith. Good idea. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye.